0: quick we need a not a bit of nonsense to play before the intro hmm we had what were we just talking about the building that's topical because <laughs> we did the
1: podcast in the building and this is the podcast so i'm just gonna use <gasps> i know what we have to do hi welcome to our podcast <laughs> the morbid and mundane episode 28 28
2: You know what I realized? I have to text Erin. We don't have a four we don't have a third microphone yet. Uh, so oh. I don't think she's gonna be able to be on episode thirty, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to get like get one soon. that um, so she could be on episode like thirty five or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it sucks.
1: And then like we could do something else for thirty since it is a, a ten.
2: No yeah. Like mm. Did you listen to, um, oh, what episode was it? It doesn't even matter. 27. The Candle Cove reading. Oh, no, I didn't listen to you read it. I did it. It was so fun. I made Lux listen to it. It was cool. I I gotta go back and listen to it. It was spicy.
1: I meant to, too.
2: And then, I
1: don't know. I've had so many tests. I cut my finger open.
2: Yeah, how did that happen?
1: Well, I'll paint the picture i'm in my dorm alone it's at least 12 30 a night um and i had to study for a test but i also didn't want to so i was like i'll open some legos and i'll play legos while i study for the test but all of my clean clothes were on my desk and i couldn't find my scissors And it was a big lego box with so a tape on it right um what did you use
3: instead of scissors
1: a kitchen knife <laughs> Because they're easy. They're always in the drawer. You just open the drawer. They're there. Bam. Easy. Damn. And then I just, I cut the tape and my thumb was sticking out <laughs> of the
2: edge and went like that. I hate that. When you sent me the picture, it was literally a jump scare. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> like, I opened it. And we just, I almost threw my phone. I was like, oh my God, why does it look like that?
1: <laughs> now my
2: thumb is a butt
1: crack. As it should be. I think everyone should accidentally hurt cut their thumb while open while they open legos bold and then i built the lego set four days later you didn't even build it that day no <laughs> taped it up <laughs> a napkin, went to bed <laughs> i didn't even set an alarm for the next day i just went to sleep <laughs> <laughs> trauma trauma
2: i hate that I have red hair. Oh, M does have red hair now. I'm trying to think of what's happened between the last time we recorded. That's what I was trying to think about, but it's been literally three weeks. Yeah. So so like a lot has happened. Adam has blue
1: hair. I don't
2: know. Shark boy and lava girl.
1: Yeah. Um, Halloween has happened. Halloween did happen. You were a goose. I was a goose. I stayed home. It was a duck mask that I had, and I painted it white.
2: (laughs) That's even better. (laughs) Yeah, like it's just, like... You were just, like, a goose in general. I you weren't, like, the Aflac duck.
1: I, it was, like, loosely based on the goose from the, the Untitled Goose game.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I, I had the bow tie. Yeah. Um,
2: a loose rendition. Yeah.
1: I love that. My, my, my take on the character, if you will.
2: My take on the character? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Not the Untitled Goose game i couldn't i did not i didn't do anything this year like we went to the haunted house and that was it
1: haunted house was good though
2: yeah it it just felt like weird because at first we were going to go to a block party and we we had a whole plan that we were going to be alvin and the chipmunks Fun. um that was our whole our, but the block party didn't happen oh or at least like not the one i thought was gonna happen
1: interessante
2: so yeah and then that just kind of killed the vibe. So I did homework on Halloween. Oh. Like all Halloween. Yeah. But at least she had the homework out of the way. That's true. School has been kicking me in the fucking ass. Oh, uh, But it's fine. It's almost over. Yeah. I got a 93 on my accounting test, though. And everybody else got 70s. And Go it's supposedly on. the
0: hardest test of the semester.
1: So you're good, is what I'm hearing.
0: Allegedly. Uh, that was such a, like, steady line. Yeah. I'm, look- I'm worried about our levels.
2: Are they too low? And we should be hitting yellow on average as we're talking. Um. So, it like, it looks... It's fine. I'm just crazy.
1: Yeah, wait. Yeah, we're hitting the yellow.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna stop
0: looking at it, and I'm not gonna fuck with it this time. Yeah. I'll simply not fuck with it.
1: If you touch the mouse, I will stop the recording. (laughs) We will have to restart the whole thing. (laughs) The whole episode. I don't care if we're in the last few minutes of mine. I'm deleting the recording. Oh, bold. Like, we just have to restart. Oh, bold. You'll know what happens in mine. Worm. We'll we'll have to pretend like we don't. Uh -uh. Better get out your acting skills. (laughs) (laughs) I took it out of my pocket. (laughs) <laughs> but
2: get out your acting skills okay 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 what else has happened i talked to my sister today she still adamantly refuses to listen to the podcast <laughs> like straight up no no that's so and funny we were talking about um about like true crime and stuff because that's what we're both interested in and i was like dude I don't even care if you've never listened to an episode of the podcast. You should listen to this one and specifically like Emily's coverage of this story was really good. And Melody was like simply no. (laughs) Like I will Google it. I will watch a YouTube video. Like I will not listen to your fucking (laughs) podcast. That's so funny. Like, okay, Dick. Like (laughs) (laughs) And it's okay that I say that because she's never gonna listen. She she won't know. (laughs) She She listens
1: to just this one haphazardly literally just selects one out the mix
2: (laughs) and 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 the intro with us saying fuck you (laughs) because doesn't i mean your sister left us an itunes review i don't know if she actually listened
1: she does oh okay i think she's a little bit behind hi ashley hi whenever you catch up um and roxy listens roxy listens listens. (sighs) we're name dropping so many people
2: well we've name dropped them before
1: that's what i'm thinking
2: maybe not i might bleep out name because she's a child yeah a minor um, yeah but roxy we've definitely talked we talked about roxy's driving and then roxy sent us a picture of her driving like that <laughs> and when she listened to the episode it was great it was full circle i love your sister <laughs> she's my sister <laughs> i'm obsessed with her hmm what else might have happened my favorite time in my life was when i stayed with roxy for that winter break <laughs> i love it so much they, I cried to her so much. <laughs> they got a dog. Really?
1: It, it just kind of like walked up, and <laughs> is there... the dog
2: adopted them?
1: Yeah, one of those like how cats usually do it, mm-hmm. but a dog. That's cute. Uh, its name is Scooter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Noted. <laughs> I figured out like I think it was today
0: that they were talking about it in a group chat. I love that for y'all. I'm trying to think of what else has happened. School. That's all. That's yeah. <laughs> I ordered cat ears for my Halloween spin
2: class that got canceled. <laughs> Ooh. I don't even know if she listens, but okay. So she's my friend. I'm not gonna say her name because I don't know if she's comfortable with that. So we had a marketing class together, right? It's once a week. It's at night. Like it's super stressful because we're using like programs like we're, mm-hmm. we're doing um in design and illustrator and like i have audition and premiere and all that other experience but like i don't know how to do shit in this <laughs> class like it's struggle bus city so on the first day i showed up early and i was standing outside and there was this girl next to me and she was like are you in this class and i was like yeah but i i'm nervous <laughs> to walk in because it was it's the room is glass no yeah but the room is glass so when you're in the hallway you can see into the classroom
1: um so whoever was in there could just see you standing out yes but there was
2: no one in there it was completely empty so we were like we don't want to walk in there because if this is not our classroom everyone will see us in the wrong room We will stand here until someone else goes in first. And that's what we did. And we sat next to each other and we've been best friends ever since. How um fun. And then the other day I was talking about my spin class. I was like, I'm so excited. I'm, I've never taken a spin class. And she was like, wait, you're taking it here? Like at Southeastern? I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm an instructor. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so like, yeah, she's awesome. And if she, if she, li- she knows about the podcast. So she follows us, I think. I don't know if she's Whoa. listened though, but she's super cool. And she did our, – our last spin class was Britney Spears versus Beyonce.
0: It was a lot.
1: Beyonce yeah, won.
0: No. What? Well, I mean, that's up for interpretation, I guess.
2: <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. I really like spin class. It just hurts so much.
0: <laughs> so, so much. Uh,
1: my physical activity – at school is not spin class. We go and play racquetball. I'm so scared of racquetball. Oh yeah. <laughs> you should be. It is so fun though.
2: We and, played it like two semesters ago and I it's just like, on the floor.
1: It's in it, like you're in the room. So yeah. You're just in this like weird box. It feels really weird when you walk in. It's tricky. Oh, yeah. But it's also crazy loud. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> has a court. We we go, uh, we've been, not a bunch, but a fair amount. Enough.
2: The first day we played three hours. Oh, damn. So, I guess a lot. But the only thing I know about racquetball truly is that one scene from The Office. With, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking Lizard King. That guy. <laughs> he, it devolves
1: into, like, we're not even playing racquetball, though. We just, like, run around the room and hit the ball. Oh, and, like, sometimes je- there's three different racquetballs going everywhere. <laughs> It just turns into like a lot Russian of roulette. yeah, just like running and shouting, <laughs> and it's great. It's a great exercise. <laughs> Highly recommend to that go in the terrifying. racquetball room and not play racquetball. That sounds terrifying.
0: That sounds terrible. Yeah, terrible. Agreed. Should we start? I think I think we can work our way into the stories. Okay.
2: What do you have today? A true crime. Okay, so I, I am right. <laughs> there was a point where I was, like, really scared. Because, like, when I was, like, wait, is it 27 or 28? I was, like, yeah. how much did I fuck up? Because I have one of each. I was, like, I, I, can, I might be able to finesse it. Like, um, and all of them are really good. Ooh. Side note. I'm excited for each
0: of them. That's so exciting. Um, okay, I'm just going to get into it. I'm gonna make you guess though. Okay.
2: <laughs> <I'm crying. laughs> it's your stuttering breaths, like as you
0: tear up. Okay. Um classified as one of, if not the most, haunted hotels in the country. I have names. I in the to- south. In the south. Well forget that hint kind of south kind of south moderately south
2: what? very haunted though
1: very haunted
2: and but... and okay okay no i have my hands i have my hands one of <sighs> the most haunted hotels in the country if not the most um ghost adventures has been here and it is the one of the most haunted hotels in the country right Mm-hmm. okay on top of that it has one of the most not like famous true crimes but there is a pretty big case, I will say,
0: attached to this hotel. And oh. it is not the Biltmore. Hmm. Well, I, I did say it was in the South, so that's California. So it's not, it's not the Biltmore.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why I wasn't going to guess the Biltmore once you said the South. The South? What's in the South? It's in Arkansas. In Arkansas.
2: I, I'm so bad I didn't remember where hotels are. No, you're good. I am too. It's very famous, though. I guarantee you when I say the name, you're going to be like, oh, shit. I'm going to be so mad because there's no way I'm going to guess it. I don't think I've ever guessed something right. You have. You guessed Bloody Mary.
1: There we go. There we go. (laughs) That'll be my confidence boost. I'm trying to think of haunted hotels. Yeah, I was about to say, just give me one. The Lincoln.
0: No. I don't know what that is. Isn't that here, though? Where's the Lincoln Hotel? And why do I
1: think it's so haunted? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't exist. I've made up this hotel.
0: Hmm. What's haunted? Oh my gosh. Hmm. Let me know when you give up. But I think you could get it. I, but like
2: Arkansas is throwing me off. What, no, that, yeah. what
1: happens in Arkansas? I shouldn't have said
2: the state because I feel like, because there's so many places that where I'm like, oh yeah, that's crazy fame. Like the Sally House. I didn't, I remembered the Sally House. Didn't remember it was in Kansas like what the fuck is in kansas (laughs) but very famous one of the biggest episodes of ghost adventures i found this like i decided to do this because i googled um top 10 scariest ghost adventures episodes and i picked one that sounded interesting just just give it to me the crescent
1: i don't know specifics the
2: crescent hotel
1: really i don't know specifics (gasps)
2: i know oh, it's I'm haunted so excited now but i cannot tell you why oh my god i'm so excited oh my god i'm so excited okay 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 okay. Yeah, i gotta get my credit first um okay the sources i looked at because i'm a slut for sources wikipedia okay first and foremost um and that's why we drink episode 40 love them and then i found recordings multiple um of the ghost tour that happens in, in the Crescent. Oh. So, I and I found two different ones with two different tour guides. Fun. So, they both told, you know, the history, the general. Like, there was a lot that lined up because they're told what to say. But then each of them also told their own personal stories. Oh. About, like, things they've experienced as being a tour guide here. So, it was so fun. It was so fun. That's. Okay. I want to go on a tour. I actually looked up the prices of the hotel. Um. And I, we can afford it. (laughs) No, I mean, like, there was a, I'm not, I'm going to give you details later, because I was going to, I was going to end with that. But it's an eight-hour drive, um, and in January, which we're both off of school, um, (laughs) the King's suite, like, it's two King rooms, and then, like, a a suite in the middle, is $300, and it sleeps five people.
1: Oh, so just split it up, and you get...
2: Yeah, I and go. it's like stupid haunted. Yeah, and that's one of the most haunted rooms in the hotel.
1: Sold. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go.
0: Anyway, so like I said, there's <laughs> just sliding going on.
2: Like I said, <laughs> okay, it's in Arkansas, right? And both of the tour guides both started out with a history of the area. I personally didn't care. Um. <laughs> it's in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, which apparent apparently, like I said, I did not dig that deep. <laughs> Keep in mind, my research usually sits at eight pages. This one's 14. Ugh. And the majority of it is ghosts. Very little history. That's crazy. It's insane. There was so much. I had to cut history because at first it was like 18 pages.
1: Oh my god. Um, I had to cut I always have way too much history for the ghost. And And not enough ghosts for the ghost. And this is
2: the first time it's been the opposite. (laughs) But, um, something about this area, though, there was, like, a spring that people believed could cure ailments. And that's why it's called Eureka Springs. Um, in 1908, this building was first opened as a college. Um, it was specifically called the Crescent City Conservatory for Young Women. And it was a very, like, prestigious very wealthy young women went here nice nice um it was closed in 1924 reopened a couple years later as a junior college but the Debra- the great depression killed that one oh um and That'll then and like i said i ki- i killed so much history because the next sentence is the big one which is um it reopened again in 1937 as a cancer hospital a cancer hospital that was run by Norman Baker. Um, there it is. <laughs> that is the big one. Uh, that is a big sentence. Norman Baker, a.k.a. the Lavender Man, <laughs> which threw my Five Nights at Bready's brain into a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Purple Guy. <laughs> I went straight to Lavender Town. Oh. The creepy basta. Oh, so, you know, same coin, different sides. Yeah. Um. So Norman Baker is the big story that's attached to this building. And it's a, I was literally like reading through it and I was like, should I even include this or should I make it a true crime episode? And I couldn't not include it because there's so much attached. Um, he's, he had like a radio show was his main thing at first. Um, somehow everything he did was um, anti-Semitic and anti-Catholic at the same time. Um, anti-everything. Like this man just hated people. He also went on like these crazy paranoid rants on air, um, and then broadcast um sexual encounters and played hillbilly music. <laughs> it's a character out of a book. Um, he also reportedly only owned lavender suits and only drove purple cars
1: that's such an expensive like <laughs> personal need <laughs> oh. imagine opening a closet of a house <laughs> if you're just over and you're just kind of poking around probably shouldn't it's a little rude but you're poking around you open the closet and it's only
2: lavender stuff <laughs> you know those like i'd leave so fast <laughs> Well, you know how, like, some people are, like, purple people. Yeah. Like, oh, pink's my favorite color. I'm like, but if purple is your favorite or color. Or yellow. Purple or yellow specifically. Everything you own. is like, those colors. He is the original purple girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, So, um, in 19... 19- okay, okay. So, in 1937, he
0: opens this hospital, and he claims a 100% success rate. For cancer? For cancer. <laughs> um.
2: He woke up one morning and decided he could cure cancer. <laughs> and because he could afford the building, he was allowed to open a hospital. That's terrifying. Isn't it? Um, so people from everywhere, like, flocked to this place because they were like, oh my god, he can cure cancer. Like, people came in from Europe to go to this hotel because they were like, I- It's a
1: big claim, He yeah. can
2: cure cancer. Um, literally. <laughs> like, not I can treat it. I can fucking cure <laughs> it, Bitch. <laughs> Um and do you want to know how he cured cancer? Hillbelly music. <laughs> Hillbelly music. Um injections of clover, corn silk, water, ground watermelon seeds, and carbonic acid or carbolic acid.
1: This man was just drunk one night. <laughs> no
2: literally. Carbolic acid just He's for... making potions?
3: <laughs> and putting them in <laughs>
2: potions and people that's the name of this episode how do you carbolic acid was used to sterilize medical tools dude that is not meant to be in your blood sterilize the cancer (laughs) (laughs) that's so fucked up that's insane another he could just do this no it was just because he was rich like there wasn't i love the
1: quote that said like punishable by fine just means legal for rich people. no literally like it, it's just literally if you can afford to commit it like do you see that about that thing i we can cut this out no it's fine because it like it's relevant but it's not interesting enough <laughs> <laughs> there was <laughs> this guy on a college
2: campus he's sponsoring it might be it's like a. oh my god the mega dorm yes of course i've seen this it's disgusting it's disgusting it's, it's... literally a prison it's a prison and the only way he'll donate is if it, they follow it exactly. I saw my favorite quote was that it looked like an accountant drew this. Like it's disgusting. He has
1: no like architect background. There's four exits to the building. Of a
2: huge one of the it can, biggest it can dorms hold over ever. Over a thousand people.
1: It's like four thousand students. Yeah. in one dorm building. First of all, that's crazy. Right. Most of the room, I think it's like 90% of the rooms it don't is. have windows. It is.
2: Which has also been proven to be terrible. Yeah, so. no. For your health. Oh my god. To be in a windowless room.
1: I, what, the 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 One of the lead architects on it said, I... Like, he quit. Because was like, I will not be a part of this. No,
2: yeah. And there's st- the fact that they're still building it when there's so much backlash is insane. No, I... That's a... He's
1: literally gonna be the cause of like... Severe depression for Correct. college kids. Like a lot of not great stuff is gonna go on there. The fire alarm's gonna go off,
2: and for no it's a real fire, yeah, and you will kill thousands
1: of college kids.
2: Right at the very <laughs> least, because like I saw somebody saying that there didn't have to be enough, um, like, because because you know the, the response was like, oh, why isn't there like fire escapes or things like that? Um, because it's Ill- not illegal or there's a law or something against. Um, Every room needs to have at least two possible exits. So usually it's a door and a window. His only have doors because there are no fucking windows. (laughs) Um, And someone in the comments said that they're getting around that because of the way they're doing the sprinkler system. Oh. But, like, the fact that they are having to skirt laws to build this thing is another problem. Yeah, when you're building loopholes, right. Go back to square one. Or simply, here's an idea – don't design it if you're not an architect. <laughs> One of the comments under it was um, architect Twitter had a, uh, architecture Twitter had a field day when this came out. I'm sure. And I wish I had seen it.
0: Oh my god. But yeah. Rich can... people can do anything. Yeah. I, like, I, I, don't even <laughs> know, I don't even have something funny to say after that.
1: It's no. ridiculous. They this can... building is gonna... It's gonna kill people. Uh, yeah. If it gets built. I hope it just gets... Stop! They've at some already point. built it where they're starting.
2: Yeah. And the fact that it's going to be named after him. Somebody also tweeted that- or not tweeted, commented that it was like the most evil billionaire story ever. Like, you can only have my money if you do it exactly how I want and how I want is a prison. Yeah.
1: Just to have your name on the building? Like, what's your, what's your deal, man? What are you getting out of this?
2: Literally. It you- <laughs> straight up looks like it was built by an accountant. And somebody else- responded that it was like there's so many ways you could have done this by like including courtyards or something in the building like it didn't have to be a big ass square like ugh, disgusting gross
1: we can cut that whole thing out i just had to talk about it when you said that
2: i'm gonna leave it okay okay that's fine so this guy decided he could cure cancer back to cancer man yeah because he was rich and he could afford to build the building.
1: And he could make potions.
2: And um, he made a sign that said cancer hospital and that made it a cancer hospital. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Um, so another one of his miracle cures was that if you had a brain tumor, he would simply uh, peel back the scalp and pour boiling spring water and watermelon seeds. Directly onto your brain. What's this what's this <laughs> deal with watermelons? I don't fucking know. There's no explanation for why he believed this. Why do our <laughs> like, they're everywhere? Restaurants have to be graded. You're telling me nobody checked on this hospital before it got
1: open. Like nothing? <laughs> no, literally.
2: Who passed this? <laughs> no one. Um. So the other gag was that he straight up did not believe in pain relief. So it wasn't like he was injecting people with this and then drugging them like with morphine or something. No, they felt it. He didn't it. believe
1: in morphine.
2: They fe- he believed in the power of positive thinking, bro. And watermelon seeds, straight feet. up. Um, one of the tour guides literally said the power of positive thinking, and I almost spit out my food. <laughs> like I was like, you're boiling boil like boiling boiling water onto this man's scalp and telling him to think positively. How is he gonna think? Like,
1: <laughs> but um. All he's thinking is, ouch, ow, Ouchie, Literally, ow.
2: So after these painful injections, people would not be given anything to offset it. Um, so most of the time, patients would be, like, screaming in pain. Um, but he couldn't have anyone doing that. Um, so he built a section of the hospital um, behind steel doors. Um, he called it the asylum. And if anybody started getting into too much pain and making, oop, oh, boop. If anyone was in too much pain and complained about it too much, he would just wheel them away. And then when people asked about it, he would say, oh, um, well, her brain couldn't like handle the disease. So we have to treat her mental illnesses before we can start treating her physical ones. Um, we can't treat the disease because she mentally can't even handle the fact that she has it. Oh. Super fucked up. Um, it's, yeah, it it was crazy. Um, hundreds of people died. (laughs) Obviously. Um. Saw that one coming. And he would hide the bodies for weeks. Because he couldn't have people seeing him, like, removing the bodies. Yeah. Because he had a
1: hundred
0: percent success
1: rate. So, where did he move them? How did he
2: move them? Dude. <laughs> hold on.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I
2: can be patient. And let me tell you, it's worth it. Okay. Okay. So, the press, right, had been, like, eagerly awaiting for, like, the first patient to be cured.
0: Um, so, like... Okay. He said it took one month. Right? He said it took one month, and then he would cure
2: these people of of cancer. So... The press, after the first patient was intake, like took, um, they were waiting for this patient to come out because like, oh, he has a he has a success rate. Like, if they come out, um, the problem was they kept dying. Um, so he decided that anyone who he also like couldn't cure, not even just the ones in pain, were considered advanced cases and also put into the asylum. And that's what he was telling the press was: some of them couldn't mentally handle it, and some of them were advanced cases.
1: And there was no normal ones.
2: Exactly. <laughs> um, so some reports say that people were dying of just, like, the injections and things. Um, uh, Some say, like, people were put down. Oh. Essentially. Um, But he would also write to patients' families as them.
1: Disgusting. Yeah,
2: telling them that everything was okay. Um, also, when he bought the building... He remodeled it a little bit. Um, he, the kitchens were presumably presumably on the basement floor. And then he moved them up the, so that the bottom floor could be the morgue. Um, oh, my gosh. Was the other thing he did was he straight up built a morgue. Um,
1: he knew he was going to mess up. Is he what murdered that means. hundreds of people. <laughs> 100% success, right? No. And he profited off of it
2: yeah like a lot um it was estimated that he made about four million dollars in a three-year period in 1937 money
1: oh that's not
2: like that's not inflation Ugh. um so he was arrested for fraud and then put in jail for four years after he got out he ironically died of cancer <laughs> um should have eaten was a arrested- watermelon <laughs> he was
1: arrested for fraud right you just tried to breeze past that I thought you were going to say, and something else. No.
2: Straight up, he was just arrested for fraud. Did they... So the other thing... I'm going to... Hold on. Let me finish this. So... Actually, it's conveniently the next bullet point. In (laughs) renovating hotels, they found the walls full of skeletons.
1: Somehow I knew that this man was just going to put them in the walls. He was putting
2: them in the walls. That's terrifying. So that he wouldn't have to wheel them out. And then they also found... Jars of preserved body parts.
0: Like it was fucked up.
2: That's so terrible,
1: but I have to tell you because I just thought of this because you said jars of preserved things. And I was taking a biology test, I was okay. making it up. And so I was in one of the lab rooms okay. close to my uh, professor's office. Okay. And I look up for my test. This was today. I look up for my test. And on the back wall, in one of the cabinets, there's this jar. And in the jar, there's a chick, like a baby chicken, preserved in ethanol. But this chick had four legs. That was just at my school. Oh? And I, nobody told me about it. I had to find out, taking a test. A little multiple-choice Scantron <laughs> test. I looked up, and there's a four-legged chicken staring at me. Did you ask about it? No. You should have. She was on, like, doing stuff. I don't next know, time. Next time, I will bring up the chicken. I want to know.
3: It's yeah. like snakes that are born. It was with two in a, heads. it was
1: just in a cabinet, like a specimen cabinet. So there That's... was like salamanders and stuff in yeah. there, and so they were all like cool ones. And then my eyes landed on the four legged chicken. <laughs> I hate that you said like preserving jars. No, yeah, so I had to share my. my no, I enjoyed test. it.
2: Um, so that was all of the history I have. The rest is ghosts. That's enough history. Okay, so I'm what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna talk like about some some general shit, um, some more specific stories, and then I'm gonna go room by room. So there's a lot, dude. Um, so the normal stuff, you know, like people will be poked, and like prodded and pinched and things. Doors will open and close. Um, some guests have said that in the middle of the night they've woken up and their walls are covered in blood. Normal. We we jumped straight into that. Um,
1: one. The doors move sometimes, so a lot of
2: people I get poked.
1: My walls are bleeding. <laughs>
2: what do you mean you can't throw that in with the normal? It's completely stuff. normal. The thing that gets me about this place specifically is more than any other place I've seen. People claim to like regularly see full body apparitions. Hmm. Like that is common.
1: I mean, there were skeletons in the wall.
2: Literally. Um. So, people have also talked about, like, being whistled to sleep. Like, someone will, like, sing or whistle music to them. Um, People have seen a Victorian woman at the foot of their bed, and then they will see her in their photos later. Why a Victorian woman? Mm -hmm. We're in the 1930s, I thought. Um, Well, originally it was, like, a
1: a college before that.
2: Oh, I do remember
1: that. I kind of forgot all that when we talked about... And I it. didn't
2: even really... Like, the building was built in the 1800s.
1: so we're, we went a little bit back. I had to cut a lot of history. No, you're good. I just... We hit... I think no matter how much you told me before we got to Watermelon Seed Man, <laughs> I would have forgotten it all because we talked
2: about Watermelon, watermelon Seed Man. man. <laughs> uh, Lavender Man. Um, he so doesn't get that title. Some guests will find their bags entirely unpacked and thrown around the room. Um spirits will walk through walls into people's rooms bookshelves will fly like frisbees orbs go through people um one guest on a tour screamed out that she didn't believe in ghosts and immediately after that water poured on her from the ceiling the gag was that there were no pipes there um (laughs) you just got peed on by a ghost literally (laughs) charlie took a piss on you um there was a chef who said that one day he came in to, like, open early in the morning and there was a boy with glasses skipping around the kitchen. Another time, the sh- same that same chef opened and when he turned the light on, all of the pots and pans came off of their hooks and fell all at once. Disgusting. T- terrible. I'd quit right there. Uh, the fact that there was a second story from this man <laughs> was already a problem. Exactly. One employee saw a man... Dressed in old school clothes, complete with a top hat, mutton chop, sideburns, and ascot, the whole thing. Um, the apparition didn't go to the floor, though. And the way he described it was that it looked completely lifelike, not wavy, not wispy. It just looked like, like he just so happened to not have legs. Oh. Like, a person. That's bad. <laughs> i don't like that image um the hotel dog jazz refused to be alone on the up upstairs floors um it's
1: bad when dogs are picking up on it if a dog's barking on a wall i'm leaving (laughs) i'm leaving
2: um so the crescent also has a garden um some stories say that if you stand this one's from the ghost tour too i couldn't find this one anywhere else except the ghost tour um if you stand in the garden late at night some people have said that they see a young woman fall from her fall from the third floor balcony to her death. Um some people will also say that they see a man standing with her who after the fall will turn and walk back into the hotel. Huh um according to the ghost tour they did some research and found out that towards the end of the hotel's run as a college so the 1930s there was a young woman who fell to her death. They don't know her name. It's believed that the family, because it was wealthy, had the record sealed. Um, but they did find letters and journals and that there was a rumor that this young woman was pregnant when she died.
1: Oh my goodness. So,
2: you know, in the 1930s, being pregnant at an all-girls school? Um. So it's unknown about whether she jumped or fell or whether or not she was pushed.
1: That reminds me of the story, I can't even remember for which of the... Ah, uh, what am I talking about? I totally blanked.
0: <laughs> fell from her death, or fell from her from it was the balcony the to her story, death.
1: The, the um, man behind her. What what's it called? Where the they were push. taking care of tuberculosis. The um oh, sanatorium. The sanatorium. The for the in the sanatorium the, they had waverly? a waverly. Similar yeah they had the 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 lady she had fallen from the most haunted room mm-hmm. and they thought she fell and then there was speculation that it was a suicide and then there was speculation that if someone pushed her off yeah and it was the doctor that got her, her pregnant. pregnant it reminds me of that story
2: that it literally
1: is like it's a, it's no, the it's yeah. the same like we won't know though because the doctor was rich it could cover it up right. we won't know though because her family was rich and the records were sealed yeah
2: but um and it would also make sense like if she was pregnant by a teacher there and was pushed yeah
1: um or even like even back then it was like to be was it suicide yeah pregnant and not married and yeah for a wealthy family
2: but uh according to the ghost tour if you go out into the garden at night specifically a lot of people have seen it replaying oh yeah which i thought was crazy because like even on it was the wackest thing to me because you know people stay in these rooms like even some of the rooms i'm going to tell you later The ghost tour will go outside of them and will talk in front of them but won't actually go in because people are staying there one of the videos i watched a woman um they got to her room and she was like i'm staying in there tonight like and that was the person who was filming um but this ghost tour like was telling you to do it they were like come back here at 3 a.m and you will see something it's just they can guarantee
1: it i'm going
2: (laughs) no literally and it wasn't honestly if i get poked
1: um, it was
3: worth it
2: <laughs> it wasn't even like one thing like this this place has it all <laughs> um another thing according to the ghost tour a lot of people will claim um about being wake- woken up at 3 30 in the morning by a weird sound and it sounds like squeaky wheels on a hardwood floor keep in mind hotel has carpet back then didn't it was wood um Guests will peek their head out, and every single one of them describes the same thing. And it's a young woman in an old-fashioned nurse's uniform pushing a gurney. There's a body on it draped in a sheet. She'll materialize. She will go down the entire length of the hallway and then disappear once she hits the elevator. And the tour guide goes on to explain um, that... These are re- this is an, a residual haunting, so mm-hmm. it's never going to interact with you. Guests have tried to follow her or touch her, scream at her, yell at her, talk to her. She has never once responded, it's just the playback.
1: We've talked about that like the videotape. Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the energy is makes that same ripple, yeah. over and
2: over again. But it's like, um, he said that it was like. His words were, "It's usually triggered by something unpleasant or traumatic, and that it's they seemingly got stuck on the fabric of time and come back as an echo every now and then."
1: this is what I was saying. Like we we see time literally, linear, linearly. linearly. Jesus Christ, lin lin in a line. We see time (laughs) in a line, (laughs) and And it's like it just it folds in on whatever. All the like, there's a loop, and then there's a fold, whatever all that space time continuum stuff is. For, like, quantum and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, it would, we don't move the same way energy does. No. So, like, for it to move perpendicular on a fold when we can only move on the line. Right. I'm I'm not saying it makes sense. But I'm but saying quantum sense. physics, it makes sense. Correct. If we can believe in string theory, we can believe in ghost.
2: Um, <laughs> I love that. If we can believe in string theory. So, they pass out a photo of her on the tour. Um, so, there is a picture of her. Um, and she's called the lady in white is that ghost so this is because um in the middle of the night was when the nurses would trans- transport the bodies uh whether to the morgue for holding <laughs> they also had a cooler in the morgue it was literally a body freezer to keep them cold so that they didn't start decomposing so that he could put them in the walls um but yeah so that's that's the thing that they're seeing one guest on a tour saw a man in a hospital gown that said, what about my treatment? She thought she was crazy. She thought she was making shit up. Um, but two other women on the tour were, like, double-taking to her. And later when she asked, she said that, er, she said that they both also saw the man. Um, um, so all three of these strangers saw the same thing. And it wasn't until they interacted that they realized they all saw it. One ghost, guest saw a ghost sitting at a bar in the lobby. Um, He walks up to him and tries to speak with him, but the ghost completely ignores him and stares straight ahead. Another guest comes in and does, it's the same process, tries to speak with him, ignores him. So these two guys end up walking away together. And when they turn around, he's gone. Um, they look up. He's on the second floor landing, staring down at them. Bad. Yeah. They booked it to the top because they were like, yo, ghost. <laughs> and um, when they got up there, uh, the ghost faded away in front of them. And they both said that they felt like they were being pushed back to the lobby. Ugh. Yeah. Another guest, um, her three-year-old daughter was on the tour with her and was completely silent the entire time. Very uninterested. Um, until they were leaving one of the rooms. And then she said, bye, baby, bye, baby, to the room. This was the children's room. And she did not know that. She can see ghosts. That. Um, and there's another thing that, like, so, you know, with, like, jacuzzi tubs that they have to be filled up to a certain way before the jacuzzi will turn on? A lot of people say that the motors will run without the water in the tub. Interesting. Now we get into the specifics. Very fun. So the first is, um, the ghost of a little girl. Um... The, the ghost tour really goes in depth with this story. So this was during Norman Baker's time. Um, the top floor had a wing that was specifically for the staff. This little girl is, to be, is believed to be the daughter of a nurse. Okay. Um, she was left unattended at the top of the stairs for a split second. We are not sure if she went over the railing or through it. Like, through the bars. Oh, no. Um, but it, they do know, factually, that the little girl did fall five stories into Ugh. the lobby Ugh. and died. Oh, that's awful. They don't know her age or her name. They just know her height and that she's blonde. And they know that because they've seen her. Oh. Huh. Um, so, who got... What?
1: They know her height? From seeing her like is it a rough estimate or like can they give you in inches how tall she is
2: not in inches it's more like roughly okay then she was like about this tall yeah i <laughs> i just be so
1: mad if someone's first instinct was, was to, to whip measure. out a measuring tape be like a ghost let's see how tall it is like it's <laughs> just be so mad if someone pulled that fact. No, no, no no
2: no no um so the staff quarters are now available for guests to sleep in and if you stay in one of these rooms, a lot of, a lot of these people have said that they've woken up to little blonde girls staring at them in their sleep. Awful. Um, women specifically, this I thought was interesting, um, say that they'll go to bed and wake up the next morning and it looks like a kid has gone through their purses. Like, <gasps> like the gum is out of the wrappers and the change is out of the bag and their lipstick has been used. Like a child That's rifling through mommy's insane. purse. insane. And then men will say that when they're standing in the hallway, it feels like a kid is trying to hold their hand. <gasps> oh. And then people in the lobby have also, or,
0: like, people in the lobby and people on the upper floors Ooh. um, will say that they saw the death replay. Awful.
2: So, like, there will be times when people will may not even really understand like the history of this hotel um will call the front desk and be like i just saw a kid fall I'll be like oh no so sorry um <laughs> i don't know how to tell you this but that was a ghost are you okay <laughs> should we send someone someone up right the thing that got me was like people in the lobby will like see her hit that's awful couldn't do it i would break down literally you're watching a child die yeah The no. trauma that comes with that
1: no, yeah. Awful. Awful.
2: Okay. So now we have room 218, which is one of the most haunted. It is the most requested room in the hotel. And that's because this is where Michael is. Who's Michael? So, after, during the construction of the hotel, um, Michael's an Irish stonesman, um, or stonemason, um, who fell to his death. Allegedly, he was trying to get, like, a girl's attention, and he slipped. On the ladder and Ugh. fell and hit the beam of what is now room 218. Oh. Yeah, because it was in construction. It's not like he fell into the room or like this was the room that he lived in. This was this was what killed him. Awful. Um, yeah, so it's one of the most haunted rooms in the hotel. A lot of guests will hear a loud boom and feel the room shake. And they do believe that this is Michael's death replaying.
1: That's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's a very active ghost, though. So, like, he messes with lights and the TV. He turns it off and on. He'll mess with the volume. Um, he's been known to grab women, specifically butts. <laughs> um, he is an ass man. He's, he's also- just trying to get some. <laughs> the ghost is an ass man. <laughs> That's the topic. That's the episode title. So he he's also known to open the shower curtain while women are showering, um, or mess with the knobs. Couples who stay there, uh, men specifically will get yanked out of bed or have, like, the covers yanked off of them. <laughs> he's trying mm. to steal the ladies. Literally. <laughs> he's also been known to fuck with the maids. Um, I, yeah. He's known to prank them, though. So, like, he'll hold on to laundry carts and suitcases like you're playing tug of war <laughs> and then he'll let go. So you fall. So you fall. <laughs> it's also said, like, one of the maids said, like, um, if you say, hey, Michael, stop, I'm working, like, he will like if he, he respects a working woman correct um he'll also show up in bathroom mirrors and like try and grab you uh, um <laughs> in the summer he turns the heat all the way up and in the winter he turns the ac all the way off. <laughs> oh thank god and literally occupants will walk wake up or walk into their rooms to see windows all of the windows and all of the doors like even cabinet doors like wide open um, one time an EMF reader asked Michael if he preferred blondes, brunettes, or redheads, and when they said redheads, the re- the reader went off for the first time that night. That's so funny. He's simultaneously a dick, but also <laughs> the funniest ghost I've ever experienced. I want to I meet, yeah. I see why everyone wants that room. Michael's room also is not that expensive. Huh. Just so we know. Anyway
1: just keep that in the back pocket
2: so the the other part of this um because you know michael was way back when when it was being built we're not sure who he is but he might be dr ellis but it's believed that this was the office of one of the lead physicians. same room yes okay two eighteen. um yes two eighteen um It's very, very often occupants will find a grouchy gentleman in their room, and guests have seen him staring at them while they sleep, and his eyes will glow. He's also known to slam doors shut when you're trying to leave or push you out of bed while you're sleeping. He'll also shake you violently awake. Um, One guy was sleeping, and he felt someone shake him awake really hard, and when he woke up, he heard footsteps run from the side of the bed to the door. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, we, it's not confirmed that this is Dr. Ellis because there was a Dr. Ellis and he comes up later. Um, but it, it might have been his office. It was someone's office, though. There's also room 419. It's known as Theodora's room. Um, there's a lot of speculation about Theodora. Um, she. So, some reports say she was a cancer patient, right? Okay. She most likely. Was a staff member and a patient. Interesting. Yeah. See. Um, because she was in the staff's quarters. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, and also, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, it's believed that she and Baker were close, or at least she was valued in some way, because her room was directly next to the staircase that led to Norman's apartment.
3: Oh. So, it might
2: have been some fraternizing, or it was just she was really good at her job or something. Um, people see her all the time but she doesn't look like a patient she looks like completely normal um not in a hospital gown or anything and people have seen her like fumbling with her keys to get into her room um she's had full conversations with people like where she says she's very tidy she'll clean their rooms if they're messy um she's even packed up guests belongings for them before um in this room, a lot of the time doors will randomly open or whatever, but there's one story where in this room a camera kept going off by itself with a dead battery, Ooh. and when they developed the pictures, the images were from all over the room in various directions, even though it was um, on the table when it was freaking
1: Awful. out. Awful.
2: But there was – I, the video of the ghost tour was kind of like cutting in and out because like the woman who was filming it was walking around, um but there was also a story where a couple was staying in that room the night before their wedding and they were fighting and um the like the next day or the um or like they left and came back or something and all of their belongings were packed up including the bride's wedding dress and they were sitting like right next to the door like ready to go hmm. there was also another story didn't write it down but someone from a ghost adventure show not ghost adventures but, but a ghost show um, forgot their laptop. They were staying in Theodora's room, forgot their laptop, sent someone to go get it. And um, they were trying to get into the room and it felt like someone was holding it closed from the other side. And when they walked in, the laptop was in its bag, leaning up against the wall by the door. Hm. He picks it up. He goes back downstairs. He's like, hey, Brett, Hey, man, where'd you leave your laptop? He's like, oh, it, it was in a completely different room out of its bag on the shelf but when the other guy went to get it it was packed it away. was packed up and was she was sitting holding, right next
1: to the door she was holding the door like wait i got it almost <laughs> literally
2: um in room 212 people will smell pipe tobacco people think that this is where if not dr ellis's office people think that this is where he went to smoke or something so it's kind of unclear where he was um but he smoked a very distinct cherry pipe tobacco so, you can smell it in this room specifically, so like
3: people,
2: but also in other places in the hotel. People also often see a half body apparition of him coming out of the elevator, but only the upper half. Why? Don't know. Why do these um, ghosts like to do that? Yeah. Oh, room 202. Um, someone was staying there and thought they saw someone in their closet, so they took a picture. And it's a pretty famous picture. I'll pull it up. Um, but it's. Please do. There's just someone in his closet. What? He, he was the only one in the room.
0: He took a picture.
2: There's just someone slouched.
0: We're going to take closet. a step back
1: real quick. You wake up and you see someone in your closet. And the first thing you do is whip out a little camera, maybe your phone, and you take a picture. What if it's not a ghost, though? What if someone's just in your room? You will
2: simply be murdered.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, what if you just like pull out a camera, click of the murder, and the murder's sitting here, like, what the? Am I gonna get away with this?
2: I'm about to kill you. (laughs) What are you doing? You wanted a selfie. (laughs) You're (laughs) taking, bro. I'm in your closet. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're gonna murder someone, murder someone in a haunted hotel. Oh my gosh. Um. So the second floor, um, the whole second floor. People have heard balls like a ball bouncing up against the wall um they'll often hear it accompanied by a child's voice saying it's not fair it's not fair so this story was difficult because i couldn't find it anywhere other than the like because like with the little girl um i've i saw that story in a few other places Mm -hmm. and then the ghost um tour really just helped build it this one I couldn't find anywhere other than the ghost tour, and it kind of cut off in some weird places. Okay. But from what I gather, it's believed that it's a little boy named Brecky who was, like, had a close relationship with one of, like, the maids. Like, she was, like, a mother figure to him. Or like or nurses, I mean, sorry. Um, and he died of complications due to appendicitis. Oh.
3: So,
0: Adam. <laughs> um, you died? You no, died? you didn't die. You just don't have an appendix. <laughs> um, but a lot of people will bring
2: balls and try to get Brecky to play with him. So there was one story where a woman was in her room and she heard kids playing out in the hallway. Presumably they were trying to get Brecky out, like, to play with him. They were, like, teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, she peeks her head out to see, and right then, a little boy in a blue Victorian, like, suit... Um, approaches the woman. Also side note, I think people are saying Victorian because they don't understand like eras. Like they see old clothes and they say Victorian. Yeah. When in reality like the blue tunics were like the 30s. You know? But um so this boy approaches her and she thinks it's a publicity stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Um but he asks her where the children went to play and she told them oh they went they went right up there, up those stairs. He thanks her, he bows, he starts up the stairs and he disappears on the fifth step. And she's like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> the what he stuck slaps, dude. How are they doing that? Um Um, so that there's the asylum also. You know, so when it was first being turned in a hotel, this part was actually boarded up for like a while. I'd um, imagine so. It wasn't until, like, a few years later that they actually decided, like, okay, we'll renovate this. We'll make it part of the building. Um, it was converted into, you guessed it, four luxury honeymoon suites. Because that's where you want a honeymoon. Yeah, the, asylum the asylum of a cancer hospital. <laughs> um, in quotes. Cancer hospital. In, in quotes. Heavy air quotes. Melons. Literal watermelons. <laughs> you know what, Errol, the other day we were sitting at the table just eating... Just in general. And he looks at me and he goes, What makes it a melon? We went down a a hole. Did you know that a cucumber is technically a melon? No. I didn't know that. (laughs) A pumpkin is technically a melon. I want to go back to talking about the ghost. Anyway. (laughs) So, um, once it was converted, the general manager at the time, Jack, and his wife, Misty, uh, they wanted to be the first ones to stay in the new room. Specifically... The tour guide kept saying room 3500, and I don't know if she meant 350 or if it was actually 3500, but she was saying 3500. I looked on their website. I couldn't find room numbers. Um, so where I meant, like, okay, my thought process was this was a part of the hotel that was boarded up, so it probably won't follow the typical room number structure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I don't know. I just wanted a disclaimer. So, he woke up in the middle of the night, though, because his wife was screaming. Cool. Um, She said that there was a woman in a white nightgown that was sitting on the foot of the bed.
1: Could the man see it?
2: No. Okay. Well, I, she, it's unclear also if she was waking him up and saying there's a woman in here or something and, like, then it went away. It's, it's unclear. Regardless, he said – he sort of dismissed it as his wife having a, go- a bad dream and to go back to sleep. She said that every time she closed her eyes – um, she could feel the woman watching her, and when she would open them, she'd be back. Oh. It was like she was only appearing to her. Um, she ended up bailing and made her husband get up, and they went and slept somewhere else. That's, she was like, we are not staying in this fucking room.
1: That's great. There's bad when you have to move hotels.
2: They're the general managers.
1: <laughs> like, I forgot about that. <laughs> you can't even stay in your own literally. hotel. Literally.
2: So, then there's... um unclear of which room this happened in because i only found this story in one place but i thought it was fun so irene castle the woman who died here she was a huge socialite big into like dancing and clubs and stuff one guest was giving her daughter a bath in the hotel
0: room her daughter started talking to someone and when she asked who i hate it her daughter said the lady behind you I would have killed myself. I would, if
2: I'm, oh my God, if anybody, if you were looking at me right now and you started looking over my shoulder and was like talking to someone, oh, the person behind you, and I whipped around, there's no one there, I would simply die. Like, I, the fear that that invokes in me is so strong. And it's a little kid, too. The worst part.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, you, you didn't see her earlier. The lady behind you, mom.
2: Kill me. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I would not move. Stab me. I would just, um. Oh my God, I don't know what I would do. But mom doesn't see anyone, obviously. So she sort of, like, prompts her daughter. Like, what is she saying? Um, and her daughter's having a conversation, but she's saying a bunch of weird words that she doesn't know. So like pirouette and tango, like ballerina. Um, and she's young, but, and then her mom says, like, so what is she saying to you? What is the lady saying to you? And her daughter says she's saying quote, you're a princess and i'm a castle because her name is irene castle um they went down to the front desk to ask about it and then the front desk told her that that's where the room that irene used to stay in when she was hosting her parties at the hotel huh. so that was irene's room but i don't know which room that was dang um and then we have Norman Baker's suite. This is the room I want to stay in. Yeah, this is yes. yeah 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 yeah. Okay, look we'll it right now. I'm telling you. Um, so he used to have two big ass dogs for protection against the cancer patients that he was injecting with watermelon seeds. Um, oh my god! So one couple stayed in the room and kept hearing scratching noises on the door by the stairwell they also heard growling and dogs, like, gruffing. Yeah. Um. And they didn't know they had, that Norman had dogs until the next morning. Norman Baker himself has been seen in the basement rec room. Um, he scared so many people that the rec room had to be closed. Oh. Um. That being said, the switchboards at the front desk will regularly show calls coming from the basement. And every time they have to go down there to investigate... In case Uh -uh. a fucking like customer went down there or something and got like lost, right? And hurt every time. Uh, the phones are never even hooked up. (laughs) But yeah. Um. And then imagine being the new guy at work. (laughs) And that's why we drink said the same thing. They were like, "Tenure at this hotel is I don't have to go into the fucking basement anymore." (laughs) The first thing he thought is like, "I will never
1: work." anywhere like this because you know they're gonna give you the worst stuff right that everybody's too scared to do now they'd be like the new guy doesn't know that if you go in the
2: closet you get murdered (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna put him in the closet yeah um and then there's the morgue you know as typical with haunted places some people call this the portal to hell (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can see it. I can see why this is that point. Um, outside of the morgue. Interesting. I thought this was super interesting. So the morgue's under the... It's in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. The spot in the lobby that is right above the entrance to the morgue, people faint or pass out regularly in that spot. Awful. Like, you're just walking through the lobby and then suddenly you're on the ground. And it's regular and so they're trying to
1: pull you down?
2: Literally. <laughs> 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 um trigger warning <laughs> <laughs> retching noises <laughs> so at the end of the tour the tour ends in the morgue it's like they go top down and at the end of the tour the lights will come up and the tour guide uh gives people the opportunity to stand in like the cooler by themselves if they want to by yourself they do a same a similar thing at alcatraz like they give you the option to See, be in solitary, solitary confinement. Um. So a mother and son went in together. It was totally dark. About 30 seconds in, the mom is banging on the door, screaming get me out of here, get us out of here, my son is sick.
3: <gasps>
2: um, so they pulled her out, and she's immediately, because this is what a mom is supposed to do, she's showing them what she recorded on her phone. What, what is happening is there's a, an orb over her son's head the whole time. It starts swinging back and forth, and then another orb appears beside it getting brighter and brighter almost as bright as a camera flash and then it goes into his head Uh -uh. and immediately after that he starts saying that he's nauseous that he doesn't feel good like you can hear it on this video allegedly that i couldn't find but it was Mm -hmm. in whatever but she was saying that he was sick and then she freaked out awful ghost adventures went and they got on a thermal camera an image of a full person uh-uh. It's somewhere where there just wasn't on a thermal camera. I know. So
1: we said we might watch a movie tonight after this. Can we watch the ghost adventure? I episode? would
2: love to. Okay, okay, okay. I would love to. Let's do that. Awesome. Um, and like just to emphasize again, it is a big deal to get anything on a thermal camera because that means there's heat there. Yeah. That means it's not like a, a picture of a ghost. There's like there's something pro- there has to be something to produce heat. Yeah. So let's like, make the
1: atoms move faster, right? Exactly. There.
2: So a full body person on a thermal camera is insane uh-uh uh-uh and then this is i'm s- in 2019 so two years ago yes there was work being done at the hotel what kind of landscaping work? got it and they found another underground room buried on the grounds of the hotel it was the University of Arkansas Arche- archaeological study. They got involved with the um, excavation, as did the police, because this was a crime scene. Um, it was another Norman Baker lab that oh. they found. Um, it matched all of his old posters. They also found an old film reel that said Baker treatment on it.
1: Oh my God! Um,
2: there was nothing. What? Oh, there was nothing that said what the film was of. So we don't know what he was taping. Um but pre- but it had his calling card right before it. Um can they watch the tape? I don't know if they're withholding the information for a reason or if there wasn't anything on the tape.
1: I mean it might be old that they just
2: if they try right. to play
1: it it'll just mess it up. Well
2: then how would they have seen the Norman Baker part? Because they, they saw, like they tell, they told us that the first clip of it is like his. It, they said it was like he left them a business card because it says Norman Baker's treatment on it. So they watched oh, I some you of it, meant, like tape on. No, the, it's okay. like the film reel.
1: Oh, so they've seen.
2: Um, That's rough. And then there were bottles discovered that still had cancer treatment, quote unquote, inside. They found the potion. They found a formula spoon and a bone saw and then they found jars of human remains awful including tumors that he had cut out of people um they think now that there's even more hidden room cuz norman baker was notorious for being very paranoid so they think that there's even more so he hidden had bunkers no exactly <laughs> they think that there's even more all over the grounds um and now now the new room is encased in plexiglass And like is part of the ghost tour. Like you can go see the room that was excavated, but like they think that there's even more.
1: Yeah, no, get sonar out. Like no, literally, you can see into the ground, whatever that is. Literally, get that out there. Because it was an
2: accident. They were built. They were. They were were like I, I think it was like they were building a new garden or something. Like, and they just so happened to accidentally find a bone saw. Like. Straight up. Oh, that's awful. Oh. In the ghost tour, they show you some of the jars of shit. I almost threw up, dude. Like, it's like a straight up tumor, like in awful. a jar. And they're still, like, they were preserved. Disgusting. That's bad. Anyway, this is my formal pitch that we <sighs> need to go stay at the No, hotel. I want to go so bad. That'd be s- and it's affordable. <laughs> we could get two king size beds for like $300, split between five people. We're good. We're good. I Literally, go. It would be like I'm, food and gas.
1: And, and to do the tour because I really want to do this it's tour.
2: like $15 a person. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I
1: figured it can't be too bad. Oh, yeah. I'll go. You don't even have to make it a pitch. <laughs> like, I'll,
2: I'll go. But yeah. That is the Crescent Hotel. That
0: is all absolutely crazy. And most of it was ghosts. Yeah, that's the, it's, and it wasn't like,
1: like, the repeated ghost stories. Yeah. Like, there, there's, like, we've talked about it a couple of times, where every place has their, and we've said it with a few of the stories here, like, every place has their portal to hell, and yeah. every place has this. But a lot of them were just weird, even for a ghost. <laughs> no,
2: right. What got me was the amount of, like, death replayings, too. Because normally there will be places
1: that oh, have, like, I had one. a theory about that. Oh, my God, I forgot to say. Okay, so, a lot of weird renovations, and we were talking about how billionaires don't understand building code apparently correct and so this man when he renovated the the building to be a hospital probably hired cheap labor to do like the electrical oh. and you know how like basements are prone to the emf readers yeah. and stuff like that and you'll get the 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 stuff on thermal cameras just because they create mm-hmm. a field where that energy is more easily manipulated right 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 there's probably spots like that all over because he rushed the electrical to get this oh, building yeah, yeah, yeah. up and no, time. I see what you're saying. So, so it's like
2: easier to sap energy for the ghost. Like it's just not. It, it's probably not the
1: best wiring, right? And stuff like that Or rushed, or there's weird breaker things, or like weird stuff like that that might. That's a good ass theory. That's my theory,
2: especially because <laughs> like a lot of these big haunted buildings have like a few points of um activity. This one's all over. Oh, I also. I also forgot to mention a lot of people see norman baker at the foot of the stairs in the lobby and they always describe him as looking lost like he doesn't know where he is um also they have the original autopsy table in the morgue like there's so many points in this hotel that are still original and then there are other points that like when renovated like the ghost is lost like he doesn't know where he is bro good for you you
1: Absolute terrible asshole. Oh yeah. my god. We also take a moment to say how terrible of a human. Oh, yeah. How absolutely oh, atrocious yeah. of a human. Easy. Correct. Just, just need to put that out there.
2: Medical <laughs> neglect and like that's not medical Nicolai. but abuse. like abuse yeah like anything medical gets me so much because he could do it because he, he was rich he was literally just it's the same thing with the mk ultra thing yeah like the mad scientist oh some people also called him frankenstein because allegedly i couldn't find any like solid stuff so i didn't put it in there because i was like i don't want to m- spread misinformation yeah a lot of people said he was also doing experiments
1: but the I would thing call with what that, he's doing experiments. That,
2: but the thing with that got me. With that is like every terrible doctor, every like even with MK Ultra, where there was no evidence that he was doing like botched surgeries or anything, would say like, "Oh, and it's alleged that he would sew patients together." Like
1: I think people hear it's a game of telephone. People hear the word like, experiments and they're gonna think of the worst experience, Frankenstein. And Frankenstein is the worst right. experiment.
2: So, and he did have jars of remains, but often they were like tumors mm-hmm. and like things like that he's not cutting off people's hands
1: yeah i do imagine that there was some like pretty violent torturing going naturally. on in like the asylum area Again, naturally atrocious stuff but it i don't know if i'd go as far as the like if we haven't found any people sewn together i don't know if we can jump
2: there yet we I did put find skeletons in the walls we he's close he did use them as insulation that's insane Literally in the walls. And that was also found during a renovation project. I think I forgot to I mention that. I had another that. theory. I'm sorry. No, I love it. <laughs>
1: Don't. This th- story was really good. Don't quote me on any of my theories. I'm not a ghost expert or anything. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You can quote me. I'm an expert. Come at me. Ghost adventures. <laughs> Come <laughs> <laughs> at me. Come at me, Zach Bagans. Come at me, ghost adventures. Hire me. So, but he's hiding bodies in the wall. He could be cutting up bodies. Yeah, Not where they're alive and stuff. Could be cutting bodies in half. Mm-hmm. So ghosts would appear only as halves. as halves. That was my other theory.
2: No, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. That or it's a hole,
1: just like a Danny Phantom. D- you, you get D- more see-through to the floor for some reason. Because that's how you can tell they're a ghost. Duh. particles
2: are heavier, so. Duh. They, they sink to the bottom. You're explaining the logic. <laughs> I don't know why you're acting like you're confused. <laughs> this was the first ghost story, though, that got me, like, invested. Like, this was the first one where I was like, shit, I have to stop researching so I can go to the next one. But, like, I don't want to. Oh, my God. It was really interesting. And there's so much more. I want to go. It was crazy. I want to go. The hotel also looks insane. Hold on. Oh, you had to show me the picture with the guy in the closet. Oh, yeah, I gotta find that real quick. Hold on. So. I almost forgot about present. that. We talked about so much more. Oh, you can see me. I was looking up shit about Bricky. I saw, saw the. First of all, this hotel looks insane. Oh, my gosh.
1: It looks like an evil man would definitely it looks purchase looks like a, that. B- literally. Oh, it's out in the
2: middle of nowhere? And, and yeah. these are the balconies that people will see people fall from. Uh, um, oh, my gosh. This is when I was in college. Whoa. It's at the top of a fucking mountain.
1: That's out of a horror movie. That's a poster for a horror movie. It
2: literally is an ad for Baker Hospital. I'm going to throw up. That's disgusting. Literally. It's insane. Um, I forget what that picture for. But I saw something about it. But a lot of people have pictures like
0: this of but, in the um, hotel. Apparitions and stuff. But. But yeah, I think we should go. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that'd be so fun. Mini road trip. We could go to Little Rock. Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, we could go to that
1: uh, barbecue place in Little Rock, Arkansas. I would I love to. For robotics, where they sell gallons of beans. We could take a, a gallon It's like jug. an eight-hour
2: drive.
0: Yeah, not, t- not bad. Do it in a day. Literally. Oh, yeah. Doable. All I'm saying. Should we take an intermission?
1: Yeah, we have to at this point. We are 28 episodes in
0: with every single one having an intermission. (laughs) And stop. Intermission. (laughs) (laughs) You panicked. And we are back. Nice. Nailed it. Okay. Nice. Nice.
2: We got tea. Yes. It's very Lip- good. It's Lipton, Georgia, peach-style iced tea. You know, before I learned that Bluebell was Republican... It's black tea. not green tea. I didn't say green tea. I said peach tea, didn't I?
1: Lux said it was green tea. Oh. I just read the
2: ingredients. But before I learned that Bluebell was Republican i had a i had a goal to try every flavor of bluebell and it just reminded me because there's one you can get in georgia and it's georgia peach Hmm. but it's like location specific like we get king cake yeah and for mardi gras and stuff which is cool but i've alternated now i'm doing every flavor of ben and jerry's i I have a spreadsheet
0: but i will not support bluebell they supported donald trump in the election They did do that. I like, I don't know. How to <laughs> <laughs> so did Taco Bell.
2: I didn't eat Taco Bell for, like, a few months. We are not eating Taco Bell right now, me
1: and Adam. Oh. We had. Did we tell you about the thing that happened at Taco Bell? No. The one by our campus? Okay, it's not that big deal. We're, we were just tired, so it seemed like a bigger deal. Right. But I we ordered on the app, and we were door dashing. So, or we were about to door dash. So I dropped Adam off so he could take a shower, because... Mm-hmm circling back we were playing racquetball before <laughs> and so I don't want to take a shower and like, get a clean fresh pair of clothes on mm-hmm. and I was gonna go pick up Taco Bell so we could eat after he got out of the shower and then go door right and so he orders on the app because whatever he orders you can only get on the app mm-hmm. so we always order through the app and it's never been a problem at any of the Taco Bells in Lafayette but the one on campus this time I went I picked up the order and I drove all the way back to the dorms, and I parked. and Adam wasn't out of the shower yet, so I was just gonna start eating. So I opened the first burrito, and I always check fast food because sometimes they get it wrong. Right. I get a a burrito from Taco Bell with just beans, just steak, sometimes cheese on it, and like very specifically have everything else marked no on the app mm-hmm. and like put in the special comments like i i want this plane because i will throw up if i eat an onion right (laughs) um not only did they they make it wrong they made it the exact opposite so this bean burrito didn't have beans (laughs) or steak oh my god it was just the like sauce and stuff (laughs) (laughs) so they were like
0: (laughs) flat Oh my god, I thought that was all gonna come out. <laughs> you don't know, have smith tea everywhere. <laughs> it's a tortilla full of
1: sauce! And it's like flat in the bag, so I knew something was up as soon as I took it out the bag. And I unwrapped, I got three. All three were like that. Who passed that from the kitchen? Who was like, yeah, someone ordered a sauce tortilla. Did you go back? Yeah, I drove back. So like, I had already left. So I had to drive all the way back to Taco Bell. I go back through the drive-thru. I'm like, hey made the burritos wrong, like, this is how they were, and they were like, okay, just pull up to the window, tell us again, we'll make them for you. I go up there, I tell them how to make them, and the girl was nice, like, not really, but, like, but, like that's not aggravating. Food. Yeah, They don't
2: have to be nice. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they, they was, get paid minimum It wage. was nothing
1: out of the or- ordinary for that part, but she makes them, and she has a bag out the window, she's like, my manager made them, they should be great now. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, awesome, thank you, sorry about that, like, I don't have to apologize there, because they did it wrong, but I always do. I could tell she was probably wanted to be off of work five hours ago and poor thing (laughs) like I just did. I'm like I'm not trying to be a Karen I'm just hungry right (laughs) and um so I drive all the way back to the dorms oh no and I open them and they're wrong again they have like the onions they have beans this time thank god
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god I don't
1: even they might not have had steak but like it had a lot of stuff wrong with it it wasn't just like it was not something you could eat yeah I wasn't gonna eat it And at this point, Adam's finally out the shower. So Adam gets in the car and I explain everything that's gone on. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, so these next three are also wrong. Was Um, his order fine? We'll get there. Oh. (laughs) So we go, we call them this time on the way. But driving back to Taco Bell now. And Adam calls and like, hey, he made my friend's burritos wrong. She just came back and they're wrong again. Like, we don't want to be pricks or anything, but like, we paid for food. Can't eat onions. Yeah. We want food that we can eat. And I came back to fix the thing, explained how to make it, and you made it wrong. And he's like, You didn't say that. I never once talked to this man. He's <gasps> like, You never said that. I was livid. <laughs> I didn't say anything on the phone call because I was about to scream. But it was just it like super rude. And it turns yeah. out he was the manager. And like, oh my gosh. We went back and like painstaking i went to the window not the window the the box where you order first Mm -hmm. i was like i'm here for the burritos again and she she was so angry she's like pull around and we go back to the window and like i explain in grave detail that i want two things on the burrito like i've said the other two times i've been at the window like i want beans
2: and steak that is it on the tortilla literally (laughs) oh my gosh it would have been funny if they gave you the foil with just the beans and the steak in it and no tortilla. I would have eaten it. I would have... <laughs> <sighs> they made us hand food back, also. The burritos that oh, I they didn't, you made, didn't even get to keep it. That's
1: illegal. You oh, can't shit. take food back through the window. Literally. Uh, and I was starving, so I ate the burritos, but my parents pointed out, I don't know what they put in it. No, but literally. They were probably they probably spit in that food, dude. Jesus. Like, they were probably so mad at me, but it was like... First of all, you were... He was i sugarcoat it he was mean on the phone yeah. call and it's like you messed up it's your yeah, yeah. it's you did it and like i don't know you they on the app you click pictures of what yeah. you want and so it's very specific how do you do the
2: exact opposite which is very funny That's... well so what's wrong with adams yeah so we
1: pull away we finally got the right we checked them at the window that time and like they were like you can go forward and it's like we're checking them here i don't want to have to come back right oh um, no <laughs> They were right this time. We leave and we're like, I'm never coming to this Taco Bell again. I don't know if I'm going back to Taco Bell ever, right? Like, in general. Um, and we, we start eating, and Adams was wrong. But I like, just, I never much? checked it because I didn't know. He got, it wasn't too bad. He, he get, I think it's called a quesarito. I love it's, quesaritos. Yeah. Okay. It was the ground meat one yeah. and not the steak one. Uh-oh. He gets the steak one because he hates the ground meat from Taco Bell, so he was not happy. With what he? he got, he oh, ate it. But,
2: I was just
1: like, Jesus. Uh, and I gave him one of my burritos. And so.
2: I can't believe they took the food back. Like, that's a problem. You yeah. can't, you're not supposed to do that.
1: They, they didn't want us to, like, be try like trying, trying to, to get more food. I guess. But we obviously weren't because you can see the past order because it was on the app. You can go through that history and see what I ordered. So you can see that I'm just trying to correct your mistake. Right. I'm not here trying to get the same burrito right. nine times. Oh, I was so mad. And then later, at DoorDash, I picked up. I had to pick up food from that Taco Bell. And I go to the, the drive-thru, and I'm like, here for DoorDash. And it's the manager this time. Yikes. And he's like, we don't do da- DoorDash. It's past 9.30. And it's like 10 now. And I was like, okay, I think you have to tell DoorDash. And he, he just was like, no, and hung up the thing. So we left, I called DoorDash, I was like, hey, he won't pick up food. And the next day, it's like 7, so I'm like, oh, he said they stop at nine 30. Oh my god. I go back the next day, and I get in the line, and I'm like, here, I'm here for a DoorDash, and he's like, we don't do those past 7.30. And I like, they said 9.30, and he said, nope, 7, and hung up. No, he's just a prick. No, it was so aggravating. So I have not gone back to Taco Bell. It was a long story. No, yeah, but it was worth it. I felt like it was important. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a long time.
0: I like
2: Taco it's Bell. F- the dis- It's so funny though when you because like I had a friend. It might have been Aaron. I've been trying to remember who it was. It- I think it was Aaron because I think it happened on a lunch break at, at Redacted, <laughs> the place we work <laughs> um, or used to work. But there was she went to Chick Fil A and she did like curbside and. You know, Erin is also very picky. I'm 90% sure it was Erin. And they gave her, like, a sandwich when she ordered nuggets or something. And it was probably just, like, a bag switch. Yeah. So she goes back and was like, hey, this isn't my order. And they were like, okay, keep it. And then they gave her the nuggets. The problem was she ordered an eight count and they gave her, like, a four or something. She goes back. This is not my order. They give her another one. She came back to the redacted to the place we work with, like, Two sandwiches and, like, a good three things of nuggets and fries and, like, all these drinks. Oh, and they were like, God. they just told me to keep it. Like, <laughs> I don't eat any of this. But it was so funny. Uh, particularly, like, they'll they get stuff wrong
1: sometimes. And they go right. fast. But, like, at least they're... They're nice. They're nice about it. Like, I think... I mean, they'll get fired if they're... Is the, the thing no, there. But, like... Maybe they should implement that at Taco Bell. And that man was mean on the
2: phone. No, literally. And I bet you everybody has problems with that Taco Bell.
1: Oh, yeah. We've we've told people, like, don't go to that Taco Bell. No, literally. They will get your order wrong. They probably will spit in it if you try to fix it. They will blame you for it. Yeah. No, I shouldn't. I was starving. I should not have eaten that burrito, though. No. I should have thrown it in the trash. Made them make it still. Just so they know. Just to aggravate them. Literally. Because they were being mean. And then just throw it in the trash. <laughs> go Avoid eat mac and at cheese. At all costs. No, Should have like, gone to Chick fil A. I know. And I don't know. I've tried to stop with most of the fast foods. Like, I don't go to the McDonald's thing. anymore. I'm fine with not going to Taco Bell anymore, especially if that's the last encounter
2: I have with it. The only place I go, Chick fil A, cane. Oh, boy. I have not gone to Subway in so long, but like recently, all I want is that artificial bread. I know th- that shit's s- not bread. Subway bread is not bread. Sub bread. Did you recently? Did you see that they recently discovered that t- the tuna doesn't have any tuna in it? It's like pork. Like it is not tuna. Oh, that's awful. And the Subway's attorney was like, "We're looking forward to proving them wrong in court." And then they were like. It's, it's not it's pig dude like this is not tuna fish <laughs> that's awful anyway what have you got
1: it says on the topic i don't walk into subway the other day i had gotten chick-fil-a <laughs> and subway, so i don't want to subway so i went into subway and he walks in and the lady is sitting down it's like 20 minutes before close so they wanted to go home i understand it but she's like are you here for a sandwich what else
2: would I be in Subway for, ma'am? Are you here for a sandwich? What? I'll give you something else, but not a sandwich. <laughs> what else would you order at Subway? A pizza.
1: I had, I had the pizza once when I was little. Yeah. I, th- I think she would have been even angrier if you said, No, I'm here for a pizza 20 minutes before you <laughs> close Subway. The sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich shop.
0: Okay, we gotta get. On, okay, onto tell me, the tell topic. me, tell me
1: about what you're doing. I'm just gonna jump back, like jump into it. Oh shit, it's a true crime. Oh yeah. So I, I don't know how to like flare up the beginning without giving the end away. So we're,
0: we're just gonna go into it. Okay, January twenty third. Okay. In, I wrote this weird. It's nineteen ninety,
1: really? January twenty third. My okay. sentence is a little weird.
0: Portland, Oregon. A twenty
1: 20- Oregon? Yeah. Fixed date. <laughs> a 23- 23 year old woman named I'm gonna but- butcher it. Tunja Benet. Okay. Uh she was invited back to a house by a man named John. Again, gonna butcher it. Susnovsky. Okay. It's some like weird spelling. I'm trying to figure out what this is. Okay. And his Okay. We're going to go through that because it's a lot of names. This woman, she was invited back to a house by a man named John. They were at a bar. Okay. So they go back to the house. And at this house, John and his girlfriend, not Binet, proceed to rape (gasps) and murder (gasps) Binet. Oh, fuck. And hide and and dump the body. Oh, shit. On the side of the road. Just somewhere. We're starting out right out the gate. No, literally. So the body is eventually found it's on the side of the road of, like it's an interstate it didn't have a name mm-hmm. um and it's they start looking around there's no leads in the beginning mm-hmm. she she had some articles of clothing on uh, a lot of it was ripped up her purse was missing stuff like that so it was hard to identify her at first and no no leads were really popping up anyway um Okay. I don't know why I'm all over the place right now
0: thinking about fast food. No, you're good. Take a <laughs> second. <laughs> but. This Is woman. that Adam? Is it? Alright. Yeah. Or drowning in squishy <laughs> okay. melons. Okay. I, I just. It, it sounded like a dog whimpering
1: he's sometimes i we've told you about this before. he makes
0: weird noises
2: going to sleep what was it what did he say last time oh wait no it wasn't it wasn't what he said last time you told me a story about him sleep talking but it but he said some weird stuff oh it was when he woke up you asked him something and he was like yeah oh yeah he he said get out the river and (laughs) And then you he woke up and you were like, did you
1: dream about a river? And, and he, he was almost like, had a panic attack he right was there. was like, yeah? What? <laughs> he was like dreaming about saving a dog from the river. Okay. There's so many names and I wrote them down. And Take I'm trying to time. like read all through the names, but we've got it now. So all that happened. Benet, Understood. she's murdered. The girlfriend. Her Laverne. Okay. Laverne. I don't know how to say it. Laverne, Laverne is how I'm going to say it. She's the girlfriend of John. Okay. She's afraid of getting charged because she was kind of, like, forced to help John uh, is what right. she's saying. Like, I didn't even really do anything. He just, like, made me help him carry the body and dump stuff. Right. She doesn't want to get charged with any of it. So she calls investigators privately and is like, I need to tell you something. Right. I Like, I know what's going on. Um, and she explains what, what I opened with, yeah. that John brought this... This woman back, 23 year old woman back to the house. There's some kind of like bickering, and he winds up strangling her. Mm-hmm. Comes into the room and is like, Look, I just killed her. We have the dumb body. Mm-hmm. He also assaulted her, didn't he? Yeah, okay. Um, was that before or after the strangulation? Unclear, okay. There's a with the, the, the bodies, we're gonna get into it.
2: Oh, there's bodies. Yeah, this is not Oh, plural. <laughs> Great, there I was love a it when lot plurals of plurals like... come out.
1: We'll get into why. There's like a lot of weird.
2: I was just trying to figure out if it was it's like, so necrophilia. Of, um... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I think some of it was just. Mm. Yeah. Gross. Very like twisted stuff, and then forces the 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 girlfriend to help. To help, and he was abusive. So like she's gonna help. She she does not want to be the next one strangled. Right. Is what she's telling investigators, which carries. So they're both charged, and they were arrested on March fifth. 1990 and convicted of killing benet john was sentenced to life imprisonment and laverne was sentenced to no less than 10 years life imprisonment. oh shit so she has to go for at least 10 years just because there's like some suspected like are yeah. you telling the truth i feel bad and john's like saying i have nothing to
2: do with this like denying everything she's the one who ratted them out and he, she still gets 10 years he um have you seen side note? have you seen the theory that that's um what brian's parents did was yeah. that they told them where Brian was so that he could get immunity? Yeah. Or so that they could get immunity? Mhm. Interesting. Never mind. For sorry. Abating a fugitive.
1: They literally were a harboring a
2: fugitive. Yeah. And aiding I don't, a, aiding and
1: aiding and abetting.
2: Yeah. A fugitive. I don't know if I'm Their saying son. any of them.
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um so John is denying it, but he pleads no contest for for he doesn't want death penalty is what he's doing. Okay. So he's like, I'll take life. I'm going to plead no contest. Like, Just don't just, kill me. Ju- I just, like, I'll take whatever it is. Just don't put me on death row. the um, Vern gets life, but she, she has a chance of parole, but it has to be after, after the 10, ten years. years. Um, so I feel
2: like that's a better way of saying that. Yeah. Like, no less than. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than with the chance of parole after five years or something. Yeah, yeah no, no less than 10 years. So. Especially
0: with a life sentence.
1: Case okay. closed, no loose ends, everything's all tied up, and that is my story.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, no that would have been it.
2: the that would have been the joke of the fucking century. <laughs> we end the podcast now. No, I play was, the like, <laughs> outro music. <laughs> <Du-du-du-du-du-du-du-du>. <laughs> I did like no
1: research. I'm making it up on the spot, so that is not true. There are a lot of loose ends, and some of them start appearing after the conviction even takes place. Jesus. So they're convicted. But then, a confession to the killing was found written in the bathroom stall in a truck stop about 100 miles away from where the murder had taken place. And this note was signed with a smiley face. And this note has. Is some... this the smiley face? <gasps> is it? It's a similar name, so you... I don't know if you're talking about the right one. Okay. There's
2: two smiley face murderers. Is it the smiley- Because there's the smiley face murders and then the smiley face killings. A third one is what I'm telling you about
1: okay okay <laughs> um yeah okay so but yes that is that that is close and i found it through looking at one of the other ones okay. and i was like wait i've never heard of this i have to talk about in this. a truck stop so 100 miles away still in the same state but it's in a truck stop and this was like some pretty specific stuff and it catches the eyes of a journalist more so than the police the police uh, the lead detective has even come out and said, like, they completely ignored this as just someone trying to
2: get, like, attention. Yeah,
1: they wanted internet attention, so they ignored it, dismissed it, but this journalist is like, y'all need to start looking at this. Right. Because, if we go back to the case, I will give you one of the loose ends, there was no DNA evidence that John or Laverne had ever been near Benay's body.
2: Ooh. They took it all on
1: confession a sketchy confession if
2: that. that wasn't even a confession it was laverne's confession so uh-huh. it wasn't like john admitted to anything
1: yeah and he was abusing her so maybe she was just trying to get him put away <gasps> john is not only like not confessing is complete like denying. i don't remember this woman like no, i don't yeah. even know who you're talking about, i did kind not of even meet her as a
2: stranger at a bar yeah like, like
1: i couldn't even describe to you what she looked like kind of Jesus. Thing. So, this is
2: crazy. So I'm a yeah. sucker for a good false confession.
1: So, that kind of, like I said, the police kind of dismissed this first bathroom stall confession. But then, uh, after that, letters start arriving to media outlets, like newspapers and stuff, and the police station, again signed with a smiley face, <gasps> uh, talking about the murder of Binet and eventually Photos? some other other bodies that haven't oh. even been found yet.
2: I thought you were going to say pictures. Oh, gosh. No. Well, because, you know, like, yeah,
1: like they, they Dahmer document. had a drawer of Polaroids. Yeah. He did not leave pictures. He did leave smiley faces, though. That's crazy. So, that first, um, I was telling you about the journalist. The journalist's name is Phil Stanford, and he is who dubs this killer the happy face killer. Ooh. Not the smiley face killer, the happy face killer. Okay. He's a third smiley face origin story bad
2: guy nice um so
1: at this point police are like super into the the, the laverne story though they mm-hmm. like really believe this the, like the detective has come out like i will still like sometimes catch myself believing
3: no, her yeah.
1: confessions and stuff she was she was described to be like super charming and mm-hmm. super sweet she was also older and like a, she was um 58 at the time I, I, I forgot to mention that because I was thrown off when I read her age too. It, she, her, she had divorced her husband in the past okay. and had remarried and she was on like her third relationship, but they hadn't got anywhere serious yet. How old is John? He is, I was picturing like 20s. I know. That's what I was picturing at first too. I should have went back in the notes and put it in the beginning. Um, he is, he's 15 years Younger than her. Oh, okay. So, so she was what, fifty-eight? Fifty-seven, yeah.
2: fifty-eight in the span. And then, of so the... that would make him forty-three. Yeah. So they're they are not in their twenties like I was originally picturing. If somebody says rapist,
0: and I immediately think twenty-year-old white man. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of that. So we're gonna go into
1: some of. So what else the happy face killer was, was up to and writing about to the police? Mm-hmm. All while Laverne and John are, are in, in jail. jail. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with on August 30th, 1992. This first killing was in 1990. Um, Two years later. Mm-hmm, another body was found. She was unidentifiable at the time. Was later found to be a woman named Claudia. Okay. And the body was found in Blythe, California. Found on the side of the road, just ditched, missing okay. clothes, just kind of weird. Um, I'm just going to go through some of the stuff pretty fast and we'll yeah. circle back. Uh, then Cynthia Rose's body was found in Turlock, California a month later. Okay. Then in Salem, Oregon oh. in November 1992. Okay. Lori Ann Pentland was found dead. And was later found out that she was killed for changing the price of her her sex. She was a sex worker. Oh. So she she had sex with him and then told him a higher price than what was originally stated. Mm-hmm. And was supposedly killed over that. Um, so I know a, a lot of the these women were sex workers. I didn't yeah. mention it unless it was pertinent to their story. Because I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people are quick to victim blame when it comes to that. being. That like, makes sense you shouldn't have done whatever just because they don't like the line of work. So, don't victim blame. It's never right. I don't Correct. care what they were doing. So, never right. <laughs> um murder is not justifiable. Throwing that in there. Don't victim blame.
2: An important anecdote.
1: Um anyway, 6 months after her uh which is June 1993. I sometimes I write sentences
2: can I reread those sentences? No, you don't know how to talk like, <laughs> or rewrite write or read. <laughs> like, no. Like...
1: Okay, so six months later, June 1993, another woman's body was found. Okay. Her name was either Carla or Cindy. Either. <laughs> we'll get into it. Okay. This body was found in Santa Bella, California. Uh, the death was believed to be an overdose. Not sure why. She was strangled. No <laughs> uh not much was ever found out about this woman like that's why there's discrepancies with the name yeah
2: um no, not like, sure why she was strangled
1: <laughs> they like no connections could be made and a lot of it's coming from word of mouth later on okay um then in september of 1994 a woman known as suzanne was found dead in crestview florida
2: okay which is a little this is bit all over the country
1: <laughs> a little bit farther than the other so it was ones, like huh?
2: oregon california oregon and now florida again yes or
1: and, and there I, was one there was one in washington have i talked about that one yet
2: it was like oregon california
0: california california oregon what? now florida yep what the fuck
1: i believe ann pentland was in washington also okay um uh angela surprise was the next victim I'm going to put a trigger warning here. Oh. I'm going to talk about what happened. This is a very brutal thing. Okay. So, very brutal. Okay. There's your warning. Uh, They had met at a bar. He, the, the killer had met her at a bar. Okay. And offered her a ride home, is what it was. Like, mm. just trying to get her home safe. And on the way, he even let her use his car to make a phone call. Okay. But she kind of gives too much information on this phone call. And the killer's worried that it'll give him away. Okay. If he lets her live. So, he kills her, but then because she gave so much information on the call, he doesn't want the body identifiable. So. I don't and, like this. Last warning. <laughs> skip, please, if you're... If you're Sensitive. Yeah. Um, but he tied her to the... She's dead at this point, so she did not feel this. Okay. But... He ties her to the underside of the, the car, the <laughs> vehicle, and drives down the road.
0: And so the body was un- unidentifiable by the end of it. And we're back. Of all of the things I expected you to say, that was
2: not it. I was like, oh god, he's gonna, like, pull her teeth out. No. Like, oh, I'm gonna throw Awful, up. awful, awful, awful
1: okay um wow that was rough that's the last time i get like no super brutal with it but i couldn't leave that out because that's just atrocious no that's really fucking brutal um so then a woman named julie winningham who was allegedly dating the killer okay um not knowing he was a killer obviously um she was killed on march 3rd 1995 because uh he had he started Getting paranoid that she was only dating him for the money or after his money. Okay. Um, so, he killed her. Um. But, because of their relationship, however, police finally get a little heads up of what's going on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Bodies are happening all over. You're not really going to tie them together. It's not like he's leaving smiley faces. It's not. Yeah, there's all no over. tagline. Yeah, so, but they, they finally with this relationship and people being a little bit closer. It wasn't a ledger relationship. It's not like they knew each other's families or anything, but people in the area
2: knew that they were together. Yeah,
1: kind of, it was just something a rumor around town, yeah. but it was enough. It was substantial enough that it, it people caught wind of it this time. Mm-hmm. So they finally get a one up on the killer for the first time in 5 years at this point. Yeah. Um and they they bring in a man, the man that they knew was dating this woman who they suspect of killing the woman. His name is Keith Hunter Jesperson, which is I thought it was Jefferson. It's Jess-person. Jesperson, Jesperson, Jesperson. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. I kept reading it Jefferson. Jepperson. No, yeah, it's Jesperson. Oh. Um, and so they bring him in for questioning. Okay. At this point, they they don't have like DNA or anything, in him. they're just kind of questioning him. So I th- mean,
2: it's always the spouse.
1: Yeah, but they don't or have any partner, reason literally. to arrest him at this point, so he was able to leave. Okay, but um, spoiler alert: this is our our character. Okay, he he then tries to kill himself twice. He fails and turns himself in at this point.
2: Okay, um, does he turn himself in for all of them or all of the murders or just this one? I'm about to go over it. Okay, um, he's he's opening like the like the
1: first guy, hoping for an easier sentence or just. Not the death penalty. Yeah, just trying to... At this point, he's like, they know.
2: Yeah, because so, the death penalty's legal in Florida.
1: Yeah, they're trying to get him... Everything's
2: legal in Florida. <laughs>
1: he's just trying to... It didn't say specifically. He never said specifically. Like, if he was trying to lighten his sentence, he just knew he had lost at this yeah. point. So just kind of uh, forfeits right. with it. Um, And so, at this point... Throughout the, the trial, after confessing, stuff starts coming out. They're talking with him. Investigators start piecing stuff together. He confesses for this murder. And then eventually confesses for the eight murders I just told you about. Mm-hmm. So, so, in total, eight women. It was seven. And then the last one that got him caught. Mm-hmm. Um, and then many more. Oh? He claimed to, at one point, have killed upwards of 185 women throughout the
0: country. What the f- Fuck. Yeah. He was convicted.
1: (laughs) He was convicted and sentenced to three life sentences. I know we're going through this part a little fast. Seems like I'm rushing. There's there's more to come. I
2: figured there was I and I've been thinking about it. I was like, is this case just gonna be done in twenty minutes? Or is there like two acts? I I set it up I didn't wanna
1: go through like give away who it was right at the beginning. No oh, yeah. And with the weird stuff that we're going to come back around circle to. I felt like this way laying it out kind of make it made it more sense. I don't know.
3: Okay. You'll, you'll see what
1: I'm saying. <laughs> he was convicted and sentenced to three life sentences at first, but then was later raised to four after one of the previously mentioned murders was like the investigation was finished and mm-hmm. they could confirm it was him. That wasn't right away because a lot of these were all over the country. Right, it wasn't all one investigation. That by was one what was he?
2: Why was he all over the country? We're kidding. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm so like I feel like I'm being like slapped. Like I'm it's so. A lot. Lot. Every article I read, I was like, "What do you mean? This is the same case." <laughs> um. Okay, I feel like I'm getting emotional <laughs> whiplash. <laughs> so he is currently kept. He is alive. He
1: is currently kept in Oregon State Penitentiary.
2: Was Laverne
1: and John let off? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I talk about it. Don't worry. <laughs> He's currently kept in Oregon State Penitentiary, which is a maximum security all male prison in Oregon. Good for them, Salem, Oregon. So, let's we'll talk a little bit more about our 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 man Jesperson here. Yes, please. He was born on April sixth, nineteen ninety five. His father. Are you trying to figure out a zodiac? I saw you like paw. April 4th, 5th, 5th, and 6th, 1995. Just, I got the five and let's the six. Let's just and Google it. April 6th,
2: 1995. April. Oh, I started keeping a chart Um. for this. I want to do the zodiacs by episode, and I want to do a pie chart to see what most of them are. He's a fucking Aries. I'm. <laughs> okay. We know how I feel about Aries men. I've said it before. One, who was it? it? It was
0: someone else on here because you said the exact no, same quote. No, he's a fucking Aries. <laughs> was it, um, your first episode? Oh, I can't I remember it either. What the fuck? <laughs> Amato. Amato. Was it Amato? Ben Amato. I what think it that?
2: was. It, it or wait, maybe he was a Taurus. I'm oh. gonna do a chart though because I I was when I was editing the last episode with the chessboard, no, not the chessboard killer. That's last one you did, huh? Zach, then you're doing two true crimes in a row. No, I did dinosaurs last. Oh, you did dinosaurs last. The last one with the the I I said something similar. You gave their birthday, and I immediately was like, "Looking, I saw and he you." It was a Taurus, and I so I made a chart. <laughs> I'm gonna go through all I of the other this. episodes, and I'm gonna
1: figure it out. So, Jesperson. He is an Aries, we now know. His father was extremely alcoholic and very abusive to him. He was also bullied in school because of his weight as a kid growing up. Okay. Um, because of this, and probably other reasons... He had a thing for torturing and killing animals. Ah. Which is- Did he also wet the bed and light fires? I could not find it. I did look. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He did only check one box, but it is the killing animals box. Which
2: is the big one.
1: Yeah. So he would capture stuff like birds, cats, dogs. They lived in a trailer park Mm -hmm. in like a wooded area. So like just anything you could catch. Snakes, lizards, Mm -hmm. anything. It would torture and kill these animals. And I'm not going to talk about. No, yeah. I will talk about one and it's okay. later on. I'm not going to talk about what stuff he did, but he he checked the box and he colored the box in okay. like some messed up stuff. Uh, And it's kind of sad, but also not really. He's a monster, so I don't feel bad for him. But he felt it was the only way to make his dad proud. Aww. Uh, growing up. Which but is I mean, very, most serial killers come from
2: abusive homes.
1: Yeah, he, he it it's twisted the the relationship he had with his father, and it, it kind of materialized into this mm-hmm. fascination with killing animals. And to him, it was just to make his dad proud. Right.
0: That's also can't do that, bud. <laughs> that <laughs> um. So
1: he's a lonely kid growing up. He kind of keeps on with these animals and eventually he girl bosses too close to the sun. Whoa. <laughs> and he attempts to kill his best friend at the age of 10. Oh shit. Because the friend had done something but pit the blame on him, on Jesperson. And so at 10, this kid had enough. And was just going to strangle his best friend right then and there. These kids did everything together. Like, best, best friend.
2: His- Isn't it crazy, though, that, like... Sorry, I don't mean to get off topic. No, you're good. Don't most serial killers start, like, super young? Like, their first stories is never their first murder. It was always, like, an attempt when they were... Like, Jeffrey Dahmer's first attempt was when he was 12, wasn't it? Yeah. And he hid in the bushes with a bat. That's insane. It's, it's like, it's, and
1: it's this, the warning sign that it's people who wet the bed later than their peers yeah torturing animals to show like the lack of empathy for things and stuff like that
2: i saw a tiktok of a mom talking about how her son was doing that (gasps) no it was so fucked up because she was sitting here and she was talking like she um i don't even remember how the and i'm not gonna give her name like i yeah no i don't even remember how this i think her video got taken down Because I'm pretty sure she was getting harassed because I'm pretty sure she gave her kid up for adoption. (gasps) But, like, it was literally, like, he was, um, he was beating up his sister and then she figured out that he was dissecting animals in the backyard, um, and starting fires. Oh. And she was, like, absolutely not. Like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna kill me or, like, my daughter. Like. That's insane. And she had to give her kid up for adoption. Dude, that's fucked up. Imagine.
1: Yeah, and it, it's, like, that's why I didn't start with this this stuff, is, like, obviously, he was gonna no, be- No, obviously, like, he's the main character. Yeah, like, it- That's so fucked up. And also, to, just to, like, to tell you all the merge and stuff beforehand, and now give this, it's, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I always do the early life first, and, like, give it all up in the beginning. Like, it's very
2: Wikipedia mm-hmm. article. Well, it's stuff. chronological order, too. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. But I felt like starting with the mystery- no, yeah, you really said, and here's the case, and this is my episode. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to do that. <laughs> you really give me whiplash. I don't trust you anymore. I'm waiting for you to say in surprise it wasn't him. <laughs> like,
1: It's not. We have to go through somebody else's early life history. <laughs> no, honestly, you would pull that. Um... So, anyway, tries to kill his best friend. His mm-hmm. father has to pry him off, like, is fully intent on killing this kid. That's insane. Um, and then, a year later, at the age of 11, he tried to drown a kid in the pool. Oh. I will this boy had tried to drown him a week earlier in the lake. Okay. But he had the kid underwater long enough for this kid blacked out. Oh, like, the other shit. kid was playing around. He was here to kill him. Uh, the lifeguard eventually got him off and got the other kid out of the water, and the kid lived, thankfully. Okay. Um, Fuck. He graduated high school in 1973, and he does not attend college, um, and in 1975, he gets married to a woman named Rose Huck. I think that's how you say it. Okay. Again. Doing my best with the names. Um. They had three kids, but they divorced in 1990. Okay. Um, Rose suspected him of cheating at this point. He was a truck driver locally. So not too far. But a truck driver. But a truck driver. But a
2: truck driver. <laughs> so it they, makes sense.
1: They get divorced. And he, she and the kids move in with her parents. He still comes and visits the kids. Mm-hmm. um, And tries to be there, but between... Being in not a great spot with his wife at all and right. also being a truck driver, he's not around much. So oh, yeah, kind of loses co- contact with the kids. But side note, his oldest daughter has spoken out a bunch about her dad. Um, she was 10 at the time of the divorce and even recently has she's been on shows, podcasts, mm-hmm. articles. She's making her own podcast with someone else. Oh, shit. And it was teased earlier this year <gasps> over the summer um a sister podcast so shout out other podcasts
2: um <laughs> i hate that i have the attention span of a fucking squirrel but did you see that tiktok that was like hey just so you know if you're murdered your your friends are going to be asked to be on true crime podcasts so you have to coach them on what to say now <laughs> And it was talking about how she was telling her friends all of these different things to gaslight true crime podcasts about her early life. So she was like, you tell them that I had, like, sleep paralysis. You tell them that I could see dead people. Like you tell them that I was abducted by aliens. Like she was going through this. Like it was so funny. That is a good point to
1: make, though. No, literally, just tell everyone different stories. Every time you meet someone, give them a different origin story. Tell people you're from Russia. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) No. Anyway, um, she has a lot of crazy stories. Uh, the articles are all weird. Because this man was not sneaky about being like literally a murderer, a monster of a person. What do you mean? Um, when she was in elementary school, pretty young, you know, okay, um, she was outside looking for her dad after school. She had just gotten off the bus. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, and she no. finds her dad in the backyard. They live by an orchard, and a lot of animals would wander onto the property. <sighs> this is the one. Yeah, and yeah, it's bad. Fuck. He was <laughs> like cover your ears. He was hanging stray cats <laughs> by the clothesline. <laughs> which is an awful image. Um I'm grinding my teeth so
2: much my jaw hurts.
1: She <laughs> oh was in God.
3: she was in elementary, elementary school. school.
1: She runs Holy to the mom. Fuck. runs to the mom crying, like I don't know what dad's doing. By the time the mom gets out there. The cats are not on the line anymore. And they were later found in the orchard, but he had, like, hid them. Because he didn't want the wife to know, but he let that little kid see that. Anyway.
0: It's a lot of crazy stuff
1: like that. Throw up. I'm not going to keep talking about them, though, because they're all just as bad. She saw more animal abuse? She has so many stories. Uh, And he was just, like, weird. He was creepy. And, like, even enough for this little girl they they were this di- her dad yeah I mean, no if- he was they divorced when she was 10 and like it's so enough- like
2: old enough to know her dad
1: yeah and he be- he comes like distant at some point but it's still coming around oh, yeah. and it's like just weird i don't know the way she describes him is is i have a quotes later on i think mm-hmm. um but it's just like i, I could not imagine like Looking back on that, it's like, oh, yeah, my dad was a serial killer. Imagine
2: growing up, though, and, like, it, that phenomenon is insane to me. Like, the fact that the Golden State Killer's daughters are, like, college professors. Yeah. Like, could you imagine your parent is revealed to be this massive murderer? And you just got to keep on keeping on? No, literally. Like, you just have to live with that
1: he wasn't man was torturing animals oh, yeah, yeah. around like his kids like oh my god he had two younger brothers also they haven't really spoken out as much mm-hmm. uh but she has been in a ton of stuff saw she's also older yeah and i i she remembers a lot more of it yeah. and stuff like that and was closer with him because she was
2: older when and she he was, was still around around went before the divorce
1: too. yeah um uh but yeah, I read a ton of articles, and there was, like, different quotes all by her in every single one. So that poor fucking kid. She has a lot of stuff we'll out in- there.
0: Do I not have- it's, um, Melissa, Moore. Melissa M-O-O-R. Moore. M-O-O-R-E. There's a
2: character in the D&D game I'm watching named Misty Moore. <laughs> that's a lot for me. Okay. Um, Is she a pixie? No, she a Broadway star, a no. pixie who's a Broadway star.
1: She does have
2: shout out if you know what I'm talking about. Podcast. podcast. She does have an up and coming podcast. <laughs> okay,
1: um, so it he had been working as a trucker at this point. Like she grew no, yeah. up with him as a, a trucker to support the family. And after the divorce, he moves to Washington, and this is when he becomes an interstate truck driver. Yep. There it is. And there it is. So now this 35-year-old, 6-foot-8-inch-tall man. What the fuck? So giant of a man drives around the country in a truck and kills all over. And he doesn't leave a tag because now he can kill wherever and it's not going to get tied.
2: So why did he write the police? because he's sadistic he wanted the attention it's just like i just it's so interesting though because like when you think about it like okay like he has the perfect he has the perfect mo like he's across the country he's never going to be linked because these are separate jurisdictions separate states which makes it a federal crime that's why there was weird things with his sentencing i left some of the the mm -hmm. legal mumbo jumbo out because once you cross state lines that's, like, when the FBI gets involved in shit.
1: Yeah, so, like, like there
2: was weird stuff. Of that's why was, the FBI he, was involved in the Gabby Petito case.
1: He was tried in this state, but yeah. then,
2: like, the, the the fourth
1: year was added on because they were having to deal with, like, legal loopholes of mm-hmm. different jurisdictions and stuff right. had to be moved around. So, like, it, it caused hiccups
2: in the process for sure. And he just, like, picks a state and decides, like, this is the truck stop that I'm going to write my confession on. And this is the murder I'm going to admit to the police to. Like, why is that one special? Yeah. Weird. And that wasn't the first one, was it? We have a little bit more unpack. Okay, sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, you're
1: so good. I'm just going to give, like, all my stuff away and then forget how to speak when I have to read it.
2: No,
3: you're good.
1: <laughs> like, um... I I'll, always I'll do this. I'm a very active participant. I know. I did the <laughs> same thing to you. I'm like, and where was the, the bodies? And you're like, wait, I can't, <laughs> we'll you <laughs> I can't tell you that they're in
2: the walls yet. I can't tell you that they're in the walls yet. So, we really are just, like, very... It's active participation. I'm glad. (laughs) This is why our podcast is interesting. So. Even though our last TikTok did not do well. Now that we know. I have a theory it was because I said Soviet spy. (laughs) You think the Soviets (laughs) jumped on your TikTok? (laughs) No. (laughs) I think that TikTok might have, like, not shadow banned it, but, like, kind of squashed it a little i also think because we haven't posted regularly that. it
1: might be a little like a, a case of the shadow ban right it's not gonna spread
2: like it like when you're post weekly you no, co- yeah. it keeps... i'm gonna post again tomorrow i'm gonna start doing it again but like i saw that and i was like we have seven likes and all of our other ones have like a few hundred why <laughs> what makes this one different and i was like it says soviet spy and also and so, tiktok is squashing me and also lsd no <laughs> Well, the other one said LSD. Did it We posted it? an MK Ultra one before. No, I
1: know we have an MK Ultra one. I, I just don't remember. How he they... jumped out of a window and commits suicide. I think it's, that one was pretty graphic.
2: Yeah. So. And that one did better than this one. <laughs> but I was so proud of my caption. It was like, imagine the Jim <laughs> from accounting decides this is your day. Anyway, anyway, I am so sorry.
1: We get all over the place. No, I do
2: this every time um i'm so sorry we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit we know i know he's a trucker
1: and that's how he was getting away with it and that's why i told you the early life stuff now instead of before right um it makes complete sense now we are we're gonna go back to he's in prison now he's convicted nice four life sentences while in prison he he the friends i guess is the word you can use an author that comes to interview him a lot oh no um this man, the the author, he's named M. William Phelps, and has he's written a couple of things was about it. I say it
2: sounds familiar. But he
1: has a book, and it's called Dangerous Ground: My Friendship with a Serial Killer. <gasps> and he he has been like going and interviewing, not like weekly or anything, but like has semi regularly. Yeah, semi regularly goes and meets up with Jesperson for about a decade now. Oh, goes and fuck. talks with the serial killer, and like.
2: You develops know. a relationship
1: yeah like it, it's not a friendship a it's, repertoire yeah there's there's they know each other yeah. at this point um a lot of cool stuff in this book i didn't read it i pulled some snippets i did not expect you to read a full I, novel for our <laughs> podcast i want to read the book so bad no literally i'm, it's I'm about in my about. amazon shopping cart.
2: i was literally like about to pull out my phone to add it to my wish list yeah so i'm gonna do
1: that while you're talking um it's just so you can look it up dangerous ground
3: colon
0: my friendship with a a serial serial killer killer. by uh m william phelps okay i need you to know one of the recommended was uh my friendship with a bracelet maker (laughs) Ooh. okay there's a lot of i can't tell if this one's fiction but it's my summers with a serial killer also okay Hmm. i'm adding it to my wish list Keep talking. Um, he, he, j- he writes about the obvious stuff. That this man was just down to the
1: wire. It, it just a monster. No, yeah. Like, hard-boiled into this man was evil. He also talks about that he had this super weird view of his victims. And he believed that they were supposed to die. Kind of yeah. that, like, I'm here... Like the superiority complex of no, yeah. it all. I'm here to put them in their place. These people are not meant to be I was put here with this person to, to end kill them. them. Yeah. Kind Thought. of like a this is my duty as <gasps> a person here on the planet. So like super messed up. No, yeah. Monster kind of a person. Um wasn't it the chessboard killer who said it was like killing people felt like falling in love? Yeah. This was not love he was no, on like, duty no in, right. in his that's mind. that's what i was about to say he was a soldier to someone it's crazy that those
2: are the like there's so many schools of
1: yeah how can y'all just calm down but it's
2: literally like they're just all <laughs> rationalizing it in some way
1: yeah he he told just like he rationalized killing animals to make his dad proud No. yeah he's
2: he he's justifying it
1: yeah he wants to he wants to be the best kind of thing mm-hmm. like he he wants to his dad to be proud of him he wants whatever force is compelling him to kill these people to be proud of him because he can go through with it oh, yeah. and kill people all over. And um, just felt like these people, some of them he was saying, not, not that they were bad people and had to die for like their sins or something, but just felt some of them was something like that, just said that like they were, like the lady who tried to upcharge him for sex was mm-hmm. like, that's a bad practice. Calm down, man. <laughs> you can't kill every bad practice bro (laughs) but he would also kill some people it's so sad to say but just felt like the the women were a waste of space in his mind just like no that weren't needed which is disgusting that is not your place to call like just an awful person and the quotes from the book are just that was one of them that that he felt people were supposed to die i did not say quote (laughs) that is a quote (laughs) um I have to write the word quote now. And I didn't there. And that's why I didn't read the quotation marks as a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I have to write the word
2: quote now. You're writing yourself a script. I <laughs> really do. I have to. Because I still can't talk. I'm going to have to like hey, hey, actually script That's kind of... I've written jokes into my <laughs> notes before. I've written like little like notes. Like this could be a play on words if you try hard enough. <laughs> like... <laughs> I've written like pause for reaction... Like I leave spaces where I'm supposed to pause. It's also so it can it's not literally like we're s- giving presentations to each other, and mine are still bad. <laughs> no, they're not. You've done some of the
1: fan favorites. <laughs> so we're gonna circle back. Okay. You remember our lovely characters we started off with?
2: Yes, John, John and Laverne. Laverne. We
1: kind of left them on the back burner
2: for a long time. No, yeah, they've been in prison. <laughs> they really have. They just <laughs> sat in prison. <laughs> <laughs> for, it's so fucked up. For a crime, they, they did, did not commit. They had nothing the to Laverne do with it. fact that Laverne admitted to it. It gets
1: kind of weird, though. No, yeah. Like, I'm going to get into it because I thought it was just some, like, she said she did
0: it. She went ham. So, Laverne Pavlinak is her last name. Okay. Uh, I
1: didn't say it earlier. Said it now for some reason. Pop off. <laughs> laverne pavlinac same person uh she turns herself in like we said and um accuses her and her boyfriend of the crime we now know that that is completely false she falsely confesses to the whole thing crazy um and crazy. you you guessed it john was abusive and it it was to get out of it it okay. was her whole thing. she was trying to put him away not yeah. her yeah she did not expect to go to jail for 10 years (laughs) well first of all she was going for life but could maybe parole at the end of 10 years and that's a possibility and that was possible so she could have been in a lot longer than she thought um so kind of her plan's a little skewed um but she made the whole thing up using what she saw in the news and what she read in the newspaper and once she started confessing and police started coming to her house and they had to search the house she snuck and read the search warrant <gasps> which is not legal, so she knew stuff that you wouldn't know unless you killed them or were a police officer. She was not a police officer, so she really convinced these people that she oh, yeah. and John were the ones who did it. um it wasn't it was a crazy escape route, but it was it, at the, these people are put in in an abusive relationship. It wasn't a short relationship either. It was a couple years long at this mm-hmm. point. And so it it's kind of your, your last ditch. No, yeah. You know, you,
2: you, it's not just, you justifying don't know it, how but they're... It's not
1: a justification. It's an explanation. Yeah, it, I'm not trying to justify what she did, but it... it no, yeah, and she, I don't think you are. Um, it, yeah, you don't know how people rationalize no, stuff yeah. in that situation. At some point, it becomes like, I have to... I will it's do it. It's a survival any. tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her daughter is, is said, I wrote it this time, Quote <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened to mother was she was in an abusive relationship and she was desperate. And desperate people do desperate things. Not to say that it was right, but that's what I think happened, that sums people, it up. Yeah, yeah. desperate quote. people do desperate things. And what that was a good her, quote. Yeah, no, her. She has two daughters and they both had like everyone on here could speak. <laughs> so, no, they should have started the podcast. Yeah. One of them is. <laughs> So, she definitely did not expect to get 10 years, like we said. No, oh, yeah. Well, she got, like, she doesn't expect life or 10 years. She didn't think she was she going did, to jail. Yeah. She thought she was turning John in. Right. Um. And sadly, because she distracted investigators, you know, this wasn't her intent at all, but Jesperson was able to kill for four, over Additional four more years, years, years yeah. anywhere between eight and 185 women.
2: I wonder if that's why he because it was a false confession is
1: why he wrote to the police. Yeah, Jefferson. One of the grounds he turned himself in on was that
0: he no a that guilty makes so much a guilty
1: sense. conscience is what he says for for people being put in jail for something he did. What I think it is is he was jealous that they were getting Correct. credited for it. No, yeah, he's narcissistic. To, you don't have empathy. You. You kill animals and also other children and
2: other humans. Yeah, it's an empathy. Yeah, he
1: doesn't care that these people are in jail. And that's actually why he writes the note on the bathroom stall. He was so angry that he turned on the news and saw Laverne and John getting all the attention for something he did.
2: Isn't it also like the fact that because, you know, other serial killers have done something similar where it's like, oh, I just felt so bad. No, you didn't because you cannot feel empathy.
3: Like, like you're, you're
2: saying that is it, but, like, looking at even just the little things like that, like, that is a manipulation tactic. No, he knows what he's doing. That's crazy. He's not smart, but he wants the credit for that. Oh, no, yeah. He's so, like,
1: and they know that's why, through the interviews with phelps and stuff they know he wrote that bathroom stall note out of spite no yeah he wrote that piece. he was like hold up he doesn't feel bad i need this attention to me
2: he's and incapable of feeling bad it's
1: obvious with like the zodiac killer and here he wrote notes to the police he wanted them on him No, yeah have we talked about the fact that the zodiac killer was identified on the podcast yet? have we talked we talked about it in the discord we and talked about
2: a- it in the discord join our discord
1: it's been really fun lately i sent, I sent a picture of my red
2: hair my face tweets? was blocked out because we have not done a face reveal.
1: <laughs> I made sure to color it in.
2: I, I think it's funny that we say each other's names and we both follow our podcast Instagram. So like no,
1: one could find us on Instagram. I, I bet they, like, the, the people in our Discord, Noki and Monkey Poopoo. is it? Is it <laughs> who else joined? Didn't someone new join? We had someone join yesterday. Like, like, last night, maybe? Yeah. Um. I think after the TikTok. Those two are the most active, though. Because, like, yeah. They definitely know who we are.
2: No, yet. I think it's safe to say. We talk on there daily. On the Instagram, we have not done a face reveal. What do we look like? Bedsheets.
1: We do look like bed sheets. We haven't done one on TikTok either. Actually, that picture of Benjamin Franklin in one of them, that's me. We should take more ghost pictures too. I almost brought my ghost sheet this time. And I would have. I just forget everything. No, you're good. Next time. Continue. So, what actually happened to Binet, I feel like it's important to say that like, what happened originally is not what happened to her. Jesperson did meet her at the bar, um, and was invited back to a house he was renting in the area. He did not live in this area. He was trucking like truckers do. And he raped her, then strangled her, and then threw her onto the side of the road. Yeah. Um uh Laverne worked really hard, like I said, to convince the police though. Um she she paid attention to really little details. Mm-hmm. Uh, she even claimed that she found a missing purse in the trunk of her car. And if you remember way in the beginning I said that Bene was found with missing articles of clothing and specifically missing her purse. Mm-hmm. Um and she she has this purse, she turns the purse in. They don't know what purse um Binet had, so they believe her. You know, they're like, Oh, the purse. No, yeah. We found it. We are missing it. <laughs> but there's no like I ID or anything in it probably like saying like the i uh, the the wallet was taken. John, oh, yeah. Like John might have it. John might have hid it, kind of thing. But they find the purse, um, and an article of clothes. Okay. Um, it's a piece of a torn clothing. Okay. Um, it was part of jeans though, and everybody has jeans, but she just knew that the jeans were ripped from newspaper the clipping. And, yeah. yeah. So I can't believe she read that. <laughs> they 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 find Big out. Brain. They find out later that this was all she was just a purse and some jeans from her closet that that's she insane. threw it in but they totally believed her in the beginning for the first five years of, <laughs> of five years later they're like wait a second none of she that's would real. Have served 10 years otherwise. um she also leads them to the exact spot the body was found what how she the warrant no that oh she using pictures from the newspaper, (gasps) is able to find the exact spot on the interstate. And she confirms it because in the area, there's footprints in the muds and tire tracks where obviously a lot of cars had been parked there in the last few days. And the brush had been cleared in an area. So she could see that that's where the body was. And they pushed the leaves away to find the body there. And she brings police to the exact spot the body was found. I don't know how I feel
0: about Laverne. (laughs) I'm having some... You did the most. She really wanted this man in jail. She was doing
1: everything. She also confesses to her daughter's face with police present. Because they said if you can confess it to your daughter, we'll believe you at one point. And she sits there and tells her daughter, I kill. I helped kill this woman. John, John made me do it, but I helped kill this woman. So the police would take her and John away. Because she even if she had to go to jail, wanted to get away
2: from this person. That's what I was about to ask. Why are you admitting to helping kill? Why aren't you admitting to, I was forced to hide a body? That's a lot different than I was forced to kill someone. Yeah, it
1: was, her story also changes a bunch. Sometimes they say, I, he told me after he killed her. Some say, like, he helped me hide the body. Yeah. That's what... Like, her story is jumpy. Again, why'd they believe her? She confessed to her daughter. She led them
2: to the body. It was so crazy. It was a
1: lot that didn't add up, but also so much that did. And it's the only lead they have because everything else would have pointed them to a man who was doing something in the other part of the the country.
3: You know, like it.
1: That's crazy. They had no other leads, and so this is they they ran with it, even though it had so many plot holes. Um, but going back to the purse, Jesperson, uh, actually tells the police where the purse really is and they find the real purse and that's how they know it's Jesperson for For sure like
2: the ID and stuff yeah Yeah. they can
1: find the real purse um which was of course undisclosed information and information classified as only the killer would know yeah
0: um so Jesperson didn't get to read the search warrant
2: yeah he didn't get to study for the test no he took it blind Yeah, he didn't get to study. Um,
1: The investigator working the case, he often talks about Laverne. Uh, He, working the original case in 1990, so with Mm -hmm. Laverne and John, uh, talks about a lot how loving and charming Laverne was. Like, was the sweetest old woman. Would always call her, like, she felt like a granny or a mother to him Mm -hmm. and, like, all the other people working in the station. Was just like super sweet, compliant, calm, cheerful. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I say cheerful, but was like not aggravated but at yeah. them or anyway. It was just trying to be helpful. It it really seemed like she was just like, please help me. I'll tell you literally anything, you know. Right. So it, it they they kind of not a again not a friendship, but they they develop a relationship with her. Um, he he even talked about when he had to bring her to the holding cell when they finally did say it was her that uh, she smiled at him and hugged him and he uh, like even in the interview which was done years later cries talking about it because you could just see the relief in her eyes which she did a lot of crazy stuff but Mm -hmm. it it shows you she was in somewhere bad because she hugged him for putting Putting her her in jail. jail for
2: murder and was like you know thank you um there's a criminal minds episode about this is it really no i'm realizing now because i remember sobbing uncontrollably (laughs) no we'll talk about it after uh it's really sad allegedly i found this in one article it wasn't
1: everywhere and i couldn't find like a a super confirming source Mm -hmm. of it but she allegedly tried to confess to not doing it after uh, a year in prison but was ultimately ignored because at that point they still have nothing else on Jesperson. Right. And she had given so much. Um, They were both released in 1995 when Jesperson was sentenced, however. Okay. Um, John, everything was listed, especially because he had no contest. He didn't plead guilty or not guilty. Mm -hmm. If anything, he just said, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Do with me what you will. (laughs) Like, I'm going to comply. I didn't do it. Right. I'm going to comply. I don't want the death sentence. It was his whole stand. And so he, act- everything's taken away. Mm-hmm. He, he has no um, charges or anything remaining from going to jail as a felon. <laughs> no, literally. For his That's whole really, life. Yeah. They erase all of that. Laverne, however, the sentence was lifted. She's taken out of jail, but not the conviction, not the charge. Because the judge felt like her acts were, were selfish obstruction to justice. Yeah. Is how he put it. And it led a killer, unintentionally, but let a killer kill for for like years. five more years. Yeah. Um that seems fair. He he yeah. not jail time, but kinda, you don't get to forget about it. Yeah, he 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 boils it down if you wanted this conviction so bad, you can keep it. That's yeah. pretty much what he's saying, like you fought for this and that like you could go to jail for a lot longer for obstruction of justice, but right. I'll just let you keep the charge. Uh both John and Laverne, they were older. They have suddenly passed away
3: Aww. since this.
1: It was unrelated natural causes kind of stuff they were split after Naturally, it yeah i was so scared for
2: laverne i <laughs> was
1: too i was like she's
2: <laughs> gonna get the shit beat out of her
1: no it was her family helps her and her niece and uh, her daughters mm-hmm. and like the family takes her and kind of now has figured out that john was not a great person right. and they they separate um and as far as i could find there was no altercations or anything later john was probably like i have to leave now before she puts mm-hmm. me in jail for something else right um and that is the happy face killer that's crazy there was so many twists and turns i put it in a weird order i don't know
2: <laughs> what did the note say like the original do we know is that released is what, that like, what are you saying? The one, the one with he the sent to the police? Face? Yeah. Because uh, like I know, like after so many years, like we got to see what the Zodiac's notes said to the police. I, I could only
1: find descriptions. Okay. I couldn't find any. Like it was 1990. Yeah. I, they were. It was pretty much like vague. Like I killed someone. Yeah. Um. The saw one was a little bit more specific. Like knew her name, kind of mm-hmm. knew the bar she was at, but um. Nothing ever said, like, this is my name, like the Zodiac Killer oh, yeah. really put it all out there. Um,
0: but, yeah. He he would sign them all with smiley faces, though. Disgusting. There was another Indeed. killer who did that. The the, the 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 other one, he, if it's one,
1: if we're both talking about the same one, he would put plastic bags, like grocery bags, over his victim's head and spray paint his yeah. smiley face onto that. And then there's the the smiley face gang or the smiley face killings, mm-hmm. which wasn't it like poisoned water supplies?
2: I believe so. It's some f- weird shit. It was like.
0: There
1: was issues with water treatment and it got written off as like something really mundane. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh.
1: Where have I heard that word before? The more anyway, mundane. <laughs> it was <A> podcast <laughs> available on Spotify and iTunes. And then this like article comes out. I'm really summarizing this. It's been forever since I read about it. But. The article comes out that they, this group studying it doesn't think it's possible the way they wrote it off as, and mm-hmm. they think it's covering up something. And they find at all these different places where it happened, there's a smiley face spray painted onto the wall nearby. Weird. Um, I will say, if you look at any graffitied wall ever, no, yeah, there is a smiley, smiley face. face on it somewhere. Um, But nobody was ever convicted for that. But there was, like, a weird conspiracy theory
2: for yeah. a while about it. Isn't it weird how, like... Some things line up like too much. Like I was talking to my sister earlier today about Julia Tifana
3: mm-hmm. and we
2: were talking about her, and I was like, "Yeah, this woman in Italy who was like a mass murder." And Melody was like, "Oh, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about um the cannibal, right?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Apparently, yeah. there's another. And I looked it up, and she was right. There's another woman in Italy with a crazy high body count who um was a cannibal and like turned people into lemon bars, bro whoa but it was like the fact that it was like oh an old woman in italy like i know this vague but like yeah that you can
1: but like there's so many twisted people throughout history that those but, people were operating near the same time like no, you know crazy. You, you, how many serial killers were doing killing people in the same area at the same time
2: i've said it before it's my, the craziest story to me is the the baton rouge ones yeah i say it all the time they that didn't they were, even know they didn't know until they caught one of them That it was physically impossible for Derek Todd Lee to be killing all of these people at that time. It was physically impossible. There were two serial killers in Baton Rouge active at the same time with the same MO, who did not know about each other except for what they were seeing on the news. Insane, insane. And how this this guy
1: he was a trucker, so yeah, he's not trace anywhere he rented houses yeah he had divorced his wife no he didn't have friends going with him right and was all over the country so these murders aren't going to be pinned together
2: you know right it was a
1: similar mo it was a woman in their 20s mm-hmm. um but it was one was in california and the next one was in florida
0: no literally and it so was all over that's insane i cannot
1: wait to read the book though no literally that's what i was just looking at that that trope of like in in movies when like the author comes in to interview the serial killer and they have this like weird banter Mm -hmm. i live for that i have to read this book
2: no
0: literally i hate i don't know it's it's one of those things though you you so many times and like you want to ask people why they
1: do what they do and you you don't want to be prying. you like you don't want to be rude to them. I'll be so rude to a silly killer, though. I'll ask him any question I've ever wanted to ask him. I you know, like it I
2: don't care if I hurt your feelings asking this question. I want to i want I want to talk to one. And that sounds terrible, but like I want to understand so desperately. I, I think that's why. I feel like I'd get scared, though. I feel like I feel like I'm saying like, oh, I think I could do
0: it. But if you sat me across the across the table from this man, I Like, I don't think I'd be able to, genuinely. I think I'd clam up. Yeah, no, for real. It, like, it, um...
2: Because...
1: I, I like, I, I agree. I think if I sat down in front of them, I would not be able to say a word. Because yeah, you yeah. have to sit there and realize this person is... a Sadistic beyond your comprehension.
2: And you're their MO.
1: Yeah, like, it... it they could tell you anything like they, they they'll they reason through anything they want to reason mm-hmm. through like it it you can't understand them no oh, yeah. it's like the the part behind it they they
2: you can just say like oh to call they, them they a don't monster feel is, empathy
1: yeah to call them a monster is one thing to call them unempathetic is one thing but like it goes so much deeper than that oh, yeah. like,
2: these people are truly just different atrocious the, they're they build different. No, literally. But it's like their brains <laughs> are fundamentally wired different. That's what I was ours. gonna say. They are hardwired
1: in a way that we just cannot compute completely. L- like to to sit there and have to look at someone and realize that this person would kill me a thousand times over if it got them to where it wanted to be without that. hesitation. That, you know, like it, it. It's fascinating, but it's also just disgusting that people
0: like that. Are are there <laughs> why are they gotta be hardwired like that? Damn. He's also creepy. Pull up a
1: picture of him. Here. Like I'm just gonna... looking at him, he looks like a movie. You can
0: type out his name. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> like Is this also him? Mm-hmm. Him. Why is why is the age between these mugshots so different? Was he arrested before? I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm um. sure. Mm. You know, every time I see
2: courtroom pictures with them in jumpsuits now, oh, that's I, another thing. I think about I just the Dahmer thing. I, well,
1: I didn't write it down. I couldn't find
3: much Dommer, information
1: Bundy, on Bundy. her, but there was a woman who has supposedly was able to escape him. It yeah. came out later that she was attacked by Jesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, and survived the ordeal, went on living her life. And a movie was eventually made about her. And they
0: made her out to be, like... She says it so well. She like, uh, she like They made her out to be just,
1: like, a, a characterless sex worker who oh. was, like... Unfaithful to her her significant other. No, yeah. And she's like, my kid has to watch this movie
2: because Hollywood
1: me. cannot be trusted. I'm so sorry. She's like, suing them. Is no, what yeah. is what's happening? It's because she's like that. You cannot say that this is based on my story when it is so fundamentally not what happened.
2: No, literally. Like you
1: can set like just because I was in that line of work. No, yeah. You cannot write me off as a stereotypical whatever's gonna sell in Hollywood. No, That's yeah. what I was saying about like to say that a lot of these women were sex workers so many people are going to be like oh well they shouldn't have been doing that they shouldn't have been getting in the the car with a strange no, man literally
2: that's that is not, not the, the issue because the thing that is that man should not have killed them no yeah but it's like if you want to talk about sex work it's like if it if it wasn't a profitable industry it yeah, what, wouldn't exist yeah but like the fact that there are men who are willing to pay women to sleep with them yeah, the women are not the issues. If, no. If that's literally, like... They didn't create the demand. Yeah. If nobody wanted it, they wouldn't be doing but it. But the problem is they're making money off their bodies. And men should be the only one to make money off of women's bodies.
1: Exactly. So, and, and that was... A, the
2: fucking patriarchy. That, bitch. her
1: story is, like, the perfect way to sum up that that's... Uh, most yeah, yeah. people will write off someone's death. That's disgusting. Because, like, oh, well... Are people even say like they weren't a good person because they were a sex worker? No, no she was not, supporting dude. a kid. Like it, like sometimes, like you don't know the situation. No. And for a movie to take someone's story and make her off as this like terrible person, right. and sex she work should is, sue them.
2: Sex work is also legal in a lot of other civilized countries because it's not an uncivilized profession. It just so happens that a lot of it's bruta- taboo. It, not mm-hmm. even. It's mm-hmm. just that a, in our country, a lot of brutality exists in that industry. And it's a lot of male brutality that I don't think people want to admit.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: the sex workers are not the problem. No. It's the men who are paying them and then brutalizing them. Guess- like, that doesn't happen in other civilized countries. Amsterdam, prostitution's legal. Like, and it's, it's regulated by the government because that's how it should be. And there's very little crime against sex workers because it, because it is simply a profession.
0: Exactly. And, and like, I don't know. I was. I don't know. She made a, like. Have your
1: kid watch that movie. No, and that's That's disgusting. how they portray your character? That's disgusting. Oh my
0: gosh. No, absolutely not. She. I so hope that she. She wins. better win. Side note, did you see that the Nirvana baby is suing? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I
1: did see that. <laughs> Another thing, though, I. I I kind of brushed past it. But a lot of the woman women's they were known by like a single name. A lot of those names were given by Jesperson. Okay. He was the one who identified the bodies and a lot mm-hmm. like said, Oh, in they would say we found a body in wherever and he would say that was this person. I killed him for this reason. So that's why a lot of the stories are very bare bones. Yeah. A lot of the information is coming from him. Mm-hmm. First of all, he couldn't remember the, the Cindy or Clara mm-hmm. couldn't get the name straight. So a lot of the information is just very iffy around yeah. their deaths. Um, which is so sad. To have, yeah. Like, I don't like that. I, I hate that he gets to tell his story and we will never know their side. No, yeah. Because obviously he's not telling what's really Absolutely going on. Absolutely not. So that is another thing I had to declare. Hope he stays in jail forever. He is. He's in maximum security. There's an asylum in the prison too. He looks like a.
2: He looks scary, and I feel like an asshole for saying that. But like, no, I don't. No, yeah, I'll tell. I will
1: say anything about this man.
2: (laughs) He's He's also worst seating hairline. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's just a creepy white man. I'm allowed to make fun of him because he murdered people. This is Laverne and John. Oh, the Criminal Minds episode. I I don't even know if you care like that, but there was an episode of Criminal Minds that wasn't about a murder case. It was like um because in the very in the first season, there's like a it's like an older detective and he's kind of like the patriarch of the BEA. He wasn't in the episodes you watched, um but he was. There were these two. There was a couple who was a a they were um tried for a murder. And they were in a relationship, but they were both separately tried, both separately um, given guilty sentences, and both separately put on death row. But the man was killed before the woman was. So the BEA was brought in to talk to the woman after the man was murdered. Because they were like, maybe she'll give more information now that he is put to death. And um, he goes into her cell and is like doing his analysis stuff and realizes that she had been innocent. Um, but this whole time, she was pleading guilty to something. And he the whole episode is him trying to figure out why and then realizing it was to protect um, the daughter that he had tasked her with killing. She's the, she pled guilty to that murder on the stand, but she didn't actually kill her. She gave her to a, um, a wealthy family who she cleaned for. So, like, the baby grew up fine, um, but he didn't know that. Like, he died thinking that she had murdered their child. But the last bit of the episode is him trying to convince her. Like, he was trying to save her, but she was not going to help him. And the last part of the episode is she asks him to be the, the last face she sees in the electric chair. Oh, my God. No, it's so fucked up. Like, she hugs him and, like, thanks him. Um, and the, the other BEA members are, like, on the phone with him, like, at the door. Like, because they could prove her innocence. Because the kid was still alive, but they didn't want to tell him who his parents were. And, like, he, they made that call. Like, she didn't want him to know who his dad was, who she was. And so, the, you know, in the electric chair, the, the members of the families are allowed to watch. And her husband had killed a lot of people. So they were all there watching her be put to death. But the, the detective was the last face she saw. Oh my god. I was sobbing uncontrollably like I know I just spoiled it for you and everybody listening but like <laughs> holy shit I was like this is this is some next level nonsense like I cried more in that episode than I'm not gonna spoil it I was about to say then something else but like everybody else everybody else cries on that bit and I watched it in the library at <laughs> and I was like really this is it like this is why all of y'all are crying like come on she was annoying like <laughs> oh my god that was so <laughs> y'all know who I'm talking about i'll start a criminal mind spoilers discord
0: tab (laughs) but yeah it's so fucked up anyway thanks for listening thank
2: you yes
1: we went on a lot of tangents.
2: i updated my google drive
1: did i update mine never i had it open this week too i don't know what happened i was like i'm doing it today did it get done no (laughs) do i i didn't close the tab I don't know why I didn't do it.
2: You can access uh, pictures of everything we talk about through our Google Drive, available through our Discord and our Instagram. Speaking of Discord, we've been talking in there a lot more. It's very fun. Um, join our Discord. And follow us on TikTok. We're posting more TikToks.
3: We are. Not all
2: of them are about Soviet spies. Just one. Two. Two. I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> I have, like, four more edited <laughs> But yeah, follow us on everything. Um, maybe one day Emily and I will read these books we talk about, and we'll talk about those. Who knows? Well, yeah, I'll update you. Because your... I still have to read that one about
0: Manson. Yeah. The MK Ultra one. Dude. Insane. But yeah. Good night. Good morning. Have fun at work. School.
2: Have fun on your couch. I don't know what you're doing. Good afternoon. If you're doing laundry, you're doing a great job. Keep up the great work. If, if you're, you're driving, look at the fucking road. If you're
1: doing the dishes stop (laughs) stop oh my god i give you permission to not do them anymore anyway goodbye goodbye